0: Disney Channel move.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today joined by a brand new, wonderful guest D-commentator.
2: Can I introduce him? He's my friend.
1: Oh, please, by all means. (laughs) I'm just used to doing the intro. Go ahead.
2: We have a guest this week, guys month whatever um we have a guest my friend spencer is here spencer do you want to say hi
0: hello everyone i'm petrified to be here but thank you i've been prepared for this for my whole life to be honest (laughs)
1: It's all been leading to this.
2: Spencer and I share a, a very passionate love of cheesy movies, especially ones by the, the Disney brand. And so I knew he would be perfect for this. I called upon him in a time of need and I knew he would answer the call. He's he's built for this. He's very hilarious on social media, especially with his movie and TV commentary. So I knew he would be perfect.
1: Well, there's also a reason why you knew he would be perfect. Do, do you want to tell us why, Spencer?
0: Is it because I'm an identical twin? <gasps>
1: That's correct. And we're is. talking about Double Team. Did finally... <laughs> Finally, doing it, everybody. <laughs> Unfortunately, we couldn't hook it up where we could have Spencer's identical twin, but you know what? One is better than none. Spencer, quick question. How often in the lifetime of being a twin did you guys um, dominate basketball together?
0: Pretty much every day, to be honest. <laughs> That's fair.
1: <laughs> It's that it's that twin connection that all twins have to be able to throw exactly, basketballs yeah. at each we, other we super do a, well.
0: We do a lot of secret pivots to each other and those shuffle, those foot moves, and then magically throw the ball to someone and then he just magically appear. So it, yeah. We've, yeah. We, it's really been a, a goal of our life. The too. doctor
1: explains this in the delivery room. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly,
0: yeah. All identical twins have this power. It's a,
1: it's a secret they only know that <laughs> Spencer's parting the curtain for us today. Yes, for the all of those wonderful reasons, we're very excited to have Spencer here. Spencer um as i like to ask every guest what would you say is your favorite disney channel original
0: movie you know what really easily phantom of the megaplex i just i don't i don't think it really gets better than that and it's one that i rewatch pretty much every year especially during halloween just all-star performances all around
1: that's that's
2: thank you for agreeing with me and our former guest dylan who loved that movie more than anything and Mickey Rooney's absolutely unnamed <laughs> performance
0: Yeah, it's truly really haunting
1: uh, We don't have any decom news to talk about Because we're recording this very close to uh, The Invisible Sister episode due to schedule delays So we're just going to hop right into this We just talked about how good fan of the Megaplex is What did you guys think of this movie? Just in an opening thoughts kind of way
2: I love this movie Like I personally really love it I, This is one that I actually watched a ton growing up Like I remembered this way more than I remembered most Of course I remembered it wrong And key plot points I did forget And or just make up different plot points that don't happen. (laughs) But I did remember this like way more than I remembered other ones. Because I just remembered watching this one a ton growing up. Mm -hmm. And I do love it and i love these actresses and i i really enjoyed my time with it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did as well i I kind of got the same vibe you did about like thinking things were going to happen but i think this is that's because it's based on people's real lives and so we saw this in right on track where they can't really go in like a traditional story structure they want to try and stick to the beats of like a real person's life but i think there's so many about so many things about this movie that really make it stand out amongst the decom crowd especially the sports decom crowd it's an absolute blast start to finish spencer what did you Think, as a as our as our twin representation
0: yeah it's super interesting so going back i found myself remembering so many of the lines i probably was like emma and i had seen this a bunch growing up i even remembered the featurette where they they had talked about how that the actress was <laughs> yes, had like yes! <laughs> you remember, yeah. So they like weren't, they obviously weren't 6'5". I think it, they they were supposed to be 6'1 and, and at 14 years old during this time of the movie.
2: Which is insane, by the way. Can we talk about how <laughs> we'll insane is? We'll get there in a second. <laughs> it's very
1: early. I mean, th-
2: yes, but they basically had to do like Hagrid style force perspective, didn't they? To make them seem super tall.
0: Uh, yeah, they did a lot of that. Uh, all of their shoes had like platforms. So they had like several like soles of inches in their shoes to make themselves look the same height between because the two actresses are different heights but also they had to appear six one versus everyone else being i don't know like five six or seven or something well like that. yeah
1: because they're 14 right because the that's what i was gonna say is i didn't know it i didn't remember this feature i didn't know about any of I the, the, it so the, really, the like, cinematic fe- the cinematic feats they went to for this it but was
2: but like what it, i played during commercials but what i
1: immediately noticed is that their main uh way of showing how tall they are is they surround them by like objectively eight-year-old children yeah <laughs> like people. like because they're in high
0: school so actually i I did the research because there was one of my notes, just like how some of the kids look like they were eight years old and these actors yes. look at least 20. Especially by comparison. Totally. And Poppy Monroe's, she played Heather. Her age isn't available online, but Annie, who played Heidi, Ooh. I think she was 19 during filming and then she had just turned 20 when the movie was released. But still, okay. like, very clearly... College age, college, yeah, like young college, and they did not look fourteen, and especially no. even Mackenzie Phillips, the mom, was saying like they're new teenagers.
2: When I heard that line, I was like, "What?" Like I remembered this movie because I guess I was a kid and I had no concept of like what you look like at what teenage age. But I remembered this movie of them being like seventeen years old, like that's oh, how yeah. I thought they were. They because they look be they look like adults. <laughs> also, like that featurette, they also in the featurette that they played during Disney that I thought until Spencer mentioned it might have been my own melatonin like <laughs> fever dream, but it actually it was real apparently and they also talk about the casting of these two girls like we had to find people that could play identical twins and I remember being a small child watching this feature and being like I can't believe they're not twins and now looking at this movie these girls do not look alike, except they both are blonde and have like similar face shapes. They look very they like they look like they could be. I don't even want to give them the credence of being related. Like they, they don't could be look cousins that at best. Cousins.
0: Yeah,
1: and I mean I maybe it's just the stupid young boy in me, but I definitely never noticed as a kid, and I will admit I didn't notice super apparently through the first like third of this movie. I kept losing track of which one was which. I was like, which one's supposed to be? the one who's really
2: good? How, Luke? Oh, <laughs> I don't, I, they're I don't know. They're
1: distinct. I don't know. I just kept losing track of it. But it is truly something I don't know how Disney Channel because like, Disney Channel is good at finding twin actors. They found the Sprouses. They, they found, found the Lindsay Maoris. Lohan
2: and British <laughs> Lindsay <Lohan. laughs> okay.
1: but, but they found the Maoris. There, there's a field out there for this kind of thing. And the other thing I wanted to talk about which I'm putting a bit of a moratorium on this topic. Listen, I love a good low-hanging fruit joke as much as anybody. I don't feel like we need to make any jokes about the name, the title. I'm gonna
2: make a joke <laughs> about it right now. I have several
0: jokes to go off of during later on, so we'll listen. Just- I already kind of
1: skirted saying the Disney Channel classic double teamed because it's- I'm just
2: saying. I don't I'm not even going to make a joke. I'm just going to ask a question. Nobody flagged that? How many It was a different how many, time. How many rooms that term still existed? It wasn't that yeah, long. Yeah, but do you really ago. want to be this the wasn't guy. It was the 1800s. Do you really
1: want to be the guy in the Disney Channel offices who's like you realize that's when, to I don't even want to say it.
0: The name is, was very confusing to me. And I didn't fully, I mean, I got the double part because they're twins, but I didn't fully get it until this rewatch because at one point the coach physically says, like, Nikki, they're, double, they're teaming double teaming you or something.
2: At the very last game, they continually double team Heidi and Nikki. And like, that's why they have to use the decoy plan.
1: But listen to that sentence you just that said. I,
2: I don't love it. Which, uh,
1: but to be fair, it is a basketball term. I get where they thought like they're twins. It's a basketball term. Perfect. No one else
0: else knows. People who are watching Disney Channel don't know basketball terms.
2: That's also like, I'm also just saying like there had to be some test groups. This had to be run in front of just like a few like boardrooms. Like nobody was like, hey, that might have a sexual connotation. Nobody wanted to flag. Nothing. Not even a little bit.
1: I actually want to dive into what Spencer said a little bit. Pointing out that Disney Channel people don't know basketball. Spencer... I, I just want to point out basketball is the most played sport on Disney Channel. We have covered so many basketball movies and I feel like I want to I'm going to call this right now. This is the best basketball movie yes, in it Disney is. Channel
0: it's history. Okay, well here's I the once. thing. I have a physical note saying this isn't even the best basketball decom oh. that they have. Certainly it's it's better than Full Court Miracle, but it is not better than The Luck of the Irish.
2: I live- I think the actual basketball in this is better than the basketball in Luck of the Irish. Yeah, because
1: basketball was a very background thing in Luck yes, of the Irish. And I
2: hate watching, I hated watching the actual basketball in Luck of the Irish. I wanted more Leprechaun. Yeah. This, the basketball, is actually at least somewhat interesting. The best
1: part of the Luck of the Irish is when they do the Leprechaun competition. Yeah, and it's not that's, basketball that's related. Not basketball like at all. in this movie, I literally have a note later, I wanted to watch more basketball, which I've never said in the course of this <laughs> also, podcast. Also, I will
2: say, and I'm stealing this from TikTok fully, but like, because there was a guy doing like a, a deep dive on this movie some of the basketball playing in this movie oh, is yeah. so bad like it is absolutely atrocious. yeah people
1: have done many analyses of that and it, and i i don't like, there'll feel...
2: be seven seconds left on the clock in 20 minutes later oh yeah, well, ba- yeah. the ball goes absolutely
1: in. yes but that, that's a movie trope but i'm not qualified to talk about that spencer do you know basketball
0: at all i know that a uh, basketball is involved to play basketball okay
1: <laughs> well with that with this panel of experts i don't know
2: shit at either like also <laughs> like i remember watching, watching this movie and like she only got one free throw. I was like, why? That seems arbitrary. What's the difference between two points and one? How do they decide?
1: Well, with this panel of experts, we said, <laughs> let's start talking about double teamed. So, I actually, I also think this is something we haven't seen in forever. This movie has a great opening of her exercising and playing music, and you get a beat on her and her sister's personalities.
0: Well, it is an iconic opening, and it was really interesting. I totally forgot that this took place in the 80s, and the only. Yes,
2: me
1: too. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they don't drop that until they go to practice, but
2: like. No, it says when they zoom out, 90- it's almost at, at four minutes practice, in.
0: It's like three and a half minutes where the title card says yeah, like California" yeah. or something. And
1: yeah, and, yeah that, I think that's something that's totally lost on you when you're a kid. But two, no, ch-
2: I do want to say, I do want to say, yes, it is lost on us. But also, they did not go that hard yes, in that's the what costuming I was say. department. I, I, have a note on this later, but it's like this all looks like Light '80s cosplay still happening in the night. I mean, the suits, like, the, the, the they're in, suits
1: they're wearing are very in, 80, this in, the, in this beginning, in this
2: beginning, but like slowly, it's like okay, you're just like Ellie Statler from Jurassic Park. like yeah, this is They not very really much really forgot that it
0: was a period piece.
1: You would never tell this is the 80s except when they tr- really hard try to remind you that this is the 80s.
2: They put a really aggressive side ponytail on Heidi a few times and yes. I was like, whoa. And guys. then there's
1: the part with all the 80s cars and then at one point they call something bogus and that's about it.
2: And they say don't have a cow.
1: Yeah, the movie opens with, which one's working out? Heather, right? Heather, Heather is the course. psycho. Heather, yeah. Again, I lose track. Um, Heather like, just insanely working out and her mom being like, I just want some piece of quiet on a Saturday, Heidi's sleeping in. That
2: mom looks familiar. I feel like yeah, I've I, seen I, her I, face before. Oh I, Mackenzie I,
0: Phillips, she's the only one in this movie who was in previously another DCOM. Yeah, Well, not I'm just sure DCOM, we're... but she was in the, the series, So Weird.
2: Oh, okay, okay, wait. Oh, I think she, she probably wasn't a
0: DCOM. Someplace. She was
2: like the mom in like a lot of things. Of course I feel she was. Like. like she, hold on. She's a
1: great mom. So I would have, I'll say this right now. We're introduced to Larry and Mary, which I hope that is their parents' real name. Oh, by the way, yeah, we touched on it. This is based on two people's real life. So I hope their parents are actually named Larry and Mary Berg, because that is a hilarious choice. But- Mary, I think, is an incredible character. Larry is an awful man.
2: I think she needs to leave him. I, I yes. really, I really believed it for a long time. And long like life. I do
1: think as we go on, we always like to say on this show that the best way to write a family conflict is to have them both be right and both be wrong. Yes. And they do that sometimes with Larry, but then he does things that are just indefensible.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I have major problems with this dad that we'll get into. Heather's working out like crazy. Heidi is sleeping. Sleeping. Okay. Because
1: it's think- like six four five in the morning on a Saturday and they, but they have to go to volleyball practice.
2: Heather's a real pick me from the jump. Like she's just looking for that dad's approval. And you can tell in the very opening scene, I was like, this girl is headed straight yeah, for a nervous breakdown. Yeah. That becomes a
1: thing is that they're constantly like doing things to like I don't want to say to get their dad to love them but like because their dad says so, like they want their dad's approval but they also seem to hate their father rightfully so because Heather he makes terrible has decisions. a
2: very interesting relationship with her. Heidi seems to hate her dad for good reason yes
1: I <laughs> guess yeah so he gets them in the car to go to volleyball practice there's a, a bit where they're both wearing the same outfit and one of them has to change sweatshirts
2: and this is where the line is hilarious where they're like they, they say this multiple times but they're in these work, these very 80s like workout onesies and they're like it looks better on me and she goes we're identical twins. It looks the same. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. You guys are totally different.
0: <laughs> but also, their solution to that is just to find a different color sweatshirt and that they're, they're taking in the same anyway. onesie. Yes,
2: they're yes, still in the same onesie. It's still
0: the same workout. Outfit. So then
2: when they go to the practice, they're still dressed exactly the same. For and sure. also, they throughout this movie, they still always wear the same colors. Like they're like two years old. <laughs> i mean i
1: honestly kind of like that
2: was spencer did you
1: and your twin try to match
0: a lot so it wasn't us on purpose but growing up everything was basically identical until we were a certain age but i think the movie disney did this specifically to tell us these women are not twins in real life but we need you to believe that they're twins and that's why it was uh, like right, okay but, well but, you're you're dressing the same you're wearing the same colors you're do- wearing the same patterns you have they're,
2: you're saying they're like coding them as twins in the way they're dressed like honestly sense.
0: i think it's like the writer uh, who's like well, I know they're not going to find two six-foot-one blonde twins, <laughs> so let me just write that they're wearing the same clothes in literally every single scene.
1: Well, see, I agree with you, Spencer, that I think they're trying to do shorthand to make make them look more like. but the problem is, like I said, is you kind of lose track of, like, okay, she's wearing an orange, like, sweater, and she's wearing an orange shirt, and so I, it's kind of confusing in a way.
2: They also, like, box-dyed their hair the exact same color. It's, like, a really blonde box-dye.
1: But, so yeah, at volleyball practice, we immediately learned... Hey,
2: guys, what is this a practice for? Where where are we and why are their dads just we're, roaming onto the ground? We're in class? Redondo Beach, California.
1: Emma, I literally have a note here. Oh my god, Emma, it's a Chiron. I <laughs> like, know,
2: I know. I'm happy they told us where they are. I mean, it's based on a true story. I mean, they better tell us where they're from. This practice was so confusing. Is it a PE class or is it a practice? No, it's
1: Saturday. It's Saturday. It has to be a practice.
2: But then they literally say we don't have a volleyball team. At yeah, this it,
0: school. truly, a lot of things about this make no sense.
2: They make but, zero but sense. But more
0: specifically, The guy who ends up talking to Larry, the dad, is the dad from Lucky the Irish, which I just needed to point out before we go. (laughs) Oh, thank you, because
1: I didn't pick up on that. I had
2: no idea, but going on him, why is that man there? He goes, my daughter, his daughter graduated, like, 10 years ago. I I, I
1: genuinely think that is, like, a very shady man. uh, He's
2: hanging out at a 14-year-old girls' volleyball practice, and and his kid's not there. And then he goes
1: up to Larry Berg and then says a few things to him, and then... (laughs) larry berg and then drastically changes larry berg's entire disposition on everything but to your point emma i think what this is is this is like i, I don't know where you play volleyball but like a ymca club team that you oh, go it's to like,
2: well, i guess it could be a club because
1: game. they because he says oh they could the scouts could always come here and see them play and sketchy man is like oh no the scouts never come here they only come to schools but yeah we're, i mean we're saying that the volleyball and basketball stuff is truly insane but, like, this becomes the underlying thread of the movie. And I admit, I don't know how college ambitions worked in the 80s. I wasn't alive. But he's like, oh, your girls are super talented. Like, scouts are going to be all over Honestly,
2: them. Honestly, and also judging by what we just saw, Heather's an absolute monster. And Heidi sucks. Yes, Heidi, Heidi sucks at He I mean, didn't get one ball over the net. And he's like, they got talent. Like, maybe one of them does. Well, I'll touch also on this. Also, this line reading where he goes, how on earth do you tell them apart? I'm like, number one, they have different faces. And then the dad's like, oh, the Heidi. Like, basically, like, well, I fucking hate Heidi. <laughs> (laughs)
0: And he says that several times throughout the movie as well. It is very problematic.
1: Oh, yeah, he's the worst. He's the worst. But what I I was going to say is, I don't know how. This kind of stuff worked in the 80s where it's like, oh, well, scouts are going to scout your children as freshmen. No one's going to say anything until they're seniors, but if they don't get spotted when they're freshmen, they're like dead in the water is what it sounds like. Because like, they literally act like, by the end of the movie, all the scouts are coming to like the last game. And I was like, guys, you have like three more years to impress somebody. It doesn't need to happen right now. But to your point about them kind of not coming off as all that talented, I mean, Heather does, but Heidi kind of sucks. It will be reinforced over the course of the movie that they are so successful because they are tall and that is it.
2: That's like their main skill. They
1: could be tripping over their own two feet and falling on their ass and they'd be like, yeah, but they're six feet at 13 I mean, years they, old.
2: That is pretty much a big Like lineup. once they
1: join the basketball team, which we'll get to, the entire strategy of this basketball team becomes handed to the tall girls.
2: Because it's a good strategy. They can well, yeah, it keeps working. drop the ball in the hoop. Also, this guy, this man, random stranger, this wizened vill- village elder that <laughs> wanders onto the volleyball
1: court. He comes out of the...
2: And it's like, hey, you should think about, you know, getting these girls scouted. And I'm like, not to be stupid, but like You mean to tell me that this man has never thought about college scholarships for his giantess athlete daughters? Like, this has never crossed his mind until this moment. Because
1: that's what I'm saying, is it becomes all he thinks about now after one conversation with a guy we will never see again.
0: Yeah, it is really frustrating that the whole movie is built on this, and I do, I really wish that there was more info online to find out where Disney sort of made this their own and adapted it from not just real life, but into like whatever they world that they wanted to create. Because it really makes no sense. They also talk about how the dad. Turned down this really high salary job as like a, at a law firm to be around the, the girls. And now all of a sudden he's like, well, I'm really worried about college and sending them there. So we have to move to like get them to a new school and all these things. I'm just like, well, what's going on? Like, what's the real issue here? Yeah, because it's some things like, aren't adding up to plan. me. What yeah. was your plan?
2: It feels like he has to do a complete... I also, it's, like, it's like they turned 14 and they were three yesterday. Like he had no build yeah. up to this.
1: And also I feel like it's so crazy to bring up that line which comes in a second as that he's just like listen we both decided that we were just gonna make less money like that's how like when you sign up for a job like how much money do you want to make how many hours do you want to be here it's like well i would like to see my children so i'm not gonna make as much money like that's not how jobs work
2: also they have a beautiful home in redondo beach which also by the way guys um i live in california so does luke redondo beach is not like a shithole why do they refer to it like that was it in the 80s i guess i wasn't maybe in in the 80s that's a
1: good point i mean i just think it's like a lower income neighborhood than palos verdes
2: i mean it is but it's still like a lovely beach Of course,
1: but I'm Emma, Emma, it's a Disney Channel original movie. If you're not rich, everything you touch is trash. You have to understand that.
2: Also, this, this, when this wizened village elder walks up, he goes, it wasn't early for my daughter. I go, sir, if you don't have a daughter, why the fuck are you here in this gym? <laughs> if your daughter's not on the team.
0: I don't think he has any other lines outside of this big scene, but I do. I did think that I saw him in another scene later on in the movie so maybe that means that he was like part of the camp or part of the whatever that they were doing but Emma, really Emma, just maybe, a very maybe. random man to be there
2: I think he was honestly a, an apparition I like. know <laughs> I was gonna say it's like a high school musical
1: he's the personification of fate yeah. these girls needed to go um, so the practice ends they go on a tandem bike ride that on the beach <laughs> <heavy-handed>. <laughs> really, that
2: felt a bit heavy handed that felt heavy handed really heavy
1: handed and that it's just to seem to establish that Heather is so good at everything Heidi feels a little bit inferior compared to her always she's like always in her shadow and then we cut back Back to the house and the mom and dad are talking about how the dad wants to move them to a different school so they can be on a sports team and get scouted and go to college because they'll need scholarships essentially they can't afford This was to send where them the both.
2: mom gave the line that was like they're barely teenagers and I was like excuse me they both have full boobs. Like <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: They come home from their tandem bike ride and are like what's going on? They also
2: apparently went to the beach in those onesies which just oh, yeah. sounds like a hellish nightmare. It was
1: a cool down workout mm-hmm. after their practice workout. So they come back are like what's going on? And they're they're talking and they're like oh they they're having an adult conversation we got to go inside and the dad's like no no this involves you you should sit down and i was like oh wow how nice is the dad involving the children in the conversation and immediately he's just like no you're moving schools but also i'm sorry we can't glaze over this line he's like you girls are special and then the mom and then they both go oh we already had this talk with mom and i oh, was like
2: yeah is that a-, a weird sex talk joke yeah, yeah well yeah, i, think I it was didn't understand
0: talk. that to be honest i was like well to, obviously no, they th- had a conversation about them being tall what else could you mean
1: no, I think it's what I'm saying. I think she had to tell them, like, listen, you guys developed really early. You have- <laughs> <laughs>
2: like." <laughs> I thought it was just, like, you girls are special, flowers, you're going to be women. Like, I thought they were saying, like, oh, we had the period talk. Yeah, yeah, that whatever probably, whatever too.
1: But I, that's what I thought they were going for, it was, like, listen, like...
0: You guys have bloomed very early.
2: But obviously the girls freak out. Like Heidi freaks out more than Heather. And Heather's like, it's going to be fine because I'm the tough one.
0: But Heather is basically in tears as she says like, oh, well, dad said it. So like, it's fine. And the dad's just like, oh, great. She's she's fine with it. And then the mom <laughs> is like, honey, you don't know your children at all. Read the room. She goes, yeah. It
2: amazes me how little you know them. And then my note was, I feel like these parents are going to get dot, dot, dot divorced <laughs> because <laughs> this man has the emotional intelligence. Intelligence of a piece of ham, like he does not know what's going on in his own backyard.
1: Clearly, but it, so it happens without any further conversation. They just they, this becomes an undercurrent of this film is that the father just makes proclamations. They're mad about it, but there's no further conversations if they go along with it.
2: This family is literally a monarchy, like you know when. No right, but anything. I'm saying
1: all of a sudden, though, like his demeanor has just changed because he had conversation with the personification of fate. Um, also,
2: this is a, an important key piece that so we have to get in here so people aren't confused. There is during this conversation, he is like, "We're gonna move." You to Palos Verdes. Also, school's starting in like a fucking week, which is insane. Oh, yes. yeah. Like, yeah she first says day that. of school is like Monday. And he's like, We're going to move you to Palos Verdes. We don't live in that district, but we have two weeks to find a new The park.
1: principal said uh, he'd give us two weeks to find a place. I assume, like, it's not stated, but I like I don't know why the principal cut them this deal because like, they're
2: six one and they're gonna right, right. Absolutely... But I
1: was like, did, did, did he negotiate a volleyball thing for them? Yeah, it's like
2: underhand, like giving a recruit a card to drive. I was his expecting that
1: later, which we'll get into. I
0: think this is the tricky thing for me to understand though, because they say later on volleyball doesn't even start until the spring when they're signing up for cl- for like clubs okay. and stuff. Oh, yeah, am I jumping the gun too. a bit?
1: No, 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 no. You're fine. What? Because I, I, you're right. But I want to talk about this. Volleyball is a fall sport, right? Isn't it generally played at the beginning of the year? Because in like, our
2: school it was. In our
1: school, yes. But I, I, don't I don't know. That's the same. I feel day. like every time I've been, like, every time the start of your school year, volleyball is always one of the first things that started. Again, I don't know how it was in the '80s in California, but that I, was
2: a different world. It
1: was a different world.
2: We're literally talking about '80s Redondo Beach, like it's more we like, we have no <laughs> idea what happened there, what the property prices were.
1: But yeah, you know, you are right At this point. If you can get a pair, two six foot one. Uh, volleyball players on your team. You take that Also, like,
2: I love an enterprising um, principal willing to bend the rules for athletic and, you know, supremacy in the conference. He's bad at his job. He's doing a bad job at being a dirty principal because, like, you got two six-one recruits. You didn't flag that to the basketball coach the second you struck this deal with the dad. The the basketball coach happens upon these that's giants? What, that's what
1: I'm saying. Is I I would have liked to see the scene as all.
2: I feel like that actually happens, and like this was all an underhand and get these 6 oh, girls yes. to my school, but they can't show that in a Disney Channel. I agree. Movie.
1: That's probably true. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was also a shitty deal to begin with because who can <laughs> find a house in two weeks?
1: No one. No one. Literally no one. I also. Think, I mean, I don't know how it was in the '80s <laughs> in California.
0: <laughs> I mean, the the dad clearly says like, oh. They say two weeks, but no one's really going to check up on that, which becomes an issue but yeah, later fully on. He's prepared
1: but, to scam the school. Yeah, he,
0: the he thinks he will last AI. at least six months for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, he should be, Emma. But we find out later he's not. But again, yes, school starting very soon, so we cut right to them getting ready for the first day of school,
2: where we have to watch an emotional scene with a best friend that I've never met nor do I I care about. And I
1: literally said, and they're like, we'll still be friends. And I literally wrote, and they never saw each other again.
0: There's literally no point to this scene at all. It apparently they're staying at this house that they currently live at. Like, what is the issue? Like, you just won't see each other at school. That's it.
2: First of all, I don't know this girl. I don't know their friendship. She doesn't get a name. And we also you're right, Spencer, we don't need it in the script because like we already get like Heidi's upset. She's gonna miss her friends. She's the social one. Like we actually don't need to see this like tearful Titanic goodbye on the front lawn, which also loses all of its punch because they are not moving out of their house they currently live in.
0: And it must Um, also take place at five AM because they're driving (laughs) to another school. (laughs) Like
1: that's an excellent point. Like (laughs) it's like two hours away, yes. Uh, Speaking of, I wanna give massive credit to Disney
0: Channel for getting some cool cars actually.
2: Cool, you got like and, a like, Ferrari. This was a sick high school. It reminded me of the high school in um Bring It On.
0: Definitely. I, I got really big like Saved by the Bell vibes from this. Yes. Well,
2: yes, yeah, it's, yes.
0: It's an 80s high school thing.
2: Well, this was a light 80s. She's in like yeah, a yeah, lightly yeah, shoulder slung. Heidi yeah, is in like I, a little off the shoulder uh, sweater. I was like, oh, there's their 80s.
1: But I'm just saying Disney Channel has always struggled with getting cool cars. The fact they got a bunch of cool cars appropriate for the 80s is very impressive. They also
2: had like a car show set up in the front. Yes, lawn absolutely. Of the yes, that's
1: what it is. I think we're talking about the fact that that, that was them trying for the 80s but then also you could clearly tell they just shot this on a normal day of school for this thing because you could see kids in like those 90s blue button-ups and everything like just in the background they didn't have
2: the money to run out the whole place all day. oh no no but you couldn't
1: tell them like hey kids have an 80s day everybody show up wearing 80s clothes
0: to this they middle school in. that they're secretly <laughs> at this elementary school <laughs> to make them look older and taller
2: <laughs> they go in and uh, they start like signing
0: a- up for classes they're there, registering yeah.
2: There's a dumb joke about pizza in Italian, which I, that's yeah. a classic Disney Channel Oh, joke, I love like that joke. It's not even a joke. <laughs> How is that it. even a joke?
0: Oh, it's not a joke, but I remembered it. And as I watched it, I recited it with them. But <laughs> I, even even before this happens, you see everyone else looking around them like, oh my God, look at those freaks, like literally saying that and staring at them.
2: Oh yeah, no, Spencer, they're not like looking at them like that. There is a girl that loudly goes, look at those freaks. Yeah,
0: It doesn't make sense to me because I'm thinking like, okay, well, I know that they're like a little taller than everyone, but would this really happen in real life? And then I thought back to myself as an identical twin. And it is interesting. I have been in public with my twin
2: and people have called you a freak to your face? Well,
0: they've pointed and said, Oh my god, look twins. So I'm thinking, <laughs> well, if we are fourteen and we're six one and we're I don't know, that's so like maybe it makes sense, but this it's just like I think Disney this was Disney's way of trying very hard to be like, Oh, they don't fit in. But
2: Yeah, fish out of water. Well, I just think they could have done it a little bit more realistically totally. with like a staring and like a whispering. Yeah. Like I don't think they needed a girl straight up out loud screaming, Look at those well, <laughs> well that that's
1: one thing is just like to get a taste of it, but then like spencer's saying like whatever that happens but then after they finish writing, they're walking down the halls and like i said they're just swarmed by eight-year-olds and it's clear and every all of them are like looking up at them like they're looking at the freaking fifth wonder of the world and i was just like i get that they need to do this so they can sell how tall they are but it looks like they are at a kindergarten
0: and i i legit remember being 12 years old and watching this and thinking that kid is eight years old, why is he in high school? So to (laughs) have that same thought now, it's just like, it really stuck out.
2: That's the other thing is like, this is a high school. Like, yes, I understand these girls are supposed to be 14. So that they are absurdly tall for 14, I get that. But I also have to remember like, there's seniors in the hallways too. So there's 18 year olds also in the hallway. And like, there were guys at our high school who were 6'1", see by senior year, like they wouldn't be towering over every single person. They're definitely
1: definitely in the minority of people, especially because it's the start of the school year. But no one looks
2: above literally 12, except for Galen, who's 47 Um,
1: years old. We'll talk about freaking that guy. (laughs) (laughs) But so they're walking down the hall. They kind of split off to go do their own things. Heidi runs into a girl putting up a banner uh, for the drama club to join. Disney
2: and... really is in its bag when it comes to drama club students. <laughs> they do not change the look of these people <laughs> ever in their. She looks.
1: She looks like Laleen from Lizzie McGuire.
2: <laughs> One blue streak of hair, funky glasses. Crazy hat.
0: Beret. Beret.
2: Yes. And they're like, we will keep this aesthetic for anyone in drama club for the next 25 years. That is how they do these movies.
1: Yeah, she helps her hang a banner because she's so freakishly tall.
2: This is the joke I remembered. The drama club girl's really nice and she's like... Her name is Zoe. Zoe, she's like, oh, do you want to sign up? And Heidi's like, yeah, I actually really wanted to do drama at my old school. Um, You know, I've done a little singing at the beach, which made no fucking sense.
0: Oh my God, a throwaway line. It made no sense I was me. like, are they
1: doing pet <laughs> shop boys down there? Like, what? I've and done. then later
0: later hang on the fast
1: and then later, yeah later they're busking by the beach for money and they don't sing they oh, dance I
0: have notes for that too uh, yeah we'll
2: I get there like, I was like I was singing at the. I thought she was gonna say at church but I, they pivoted to beach and I was like whoa that's too religious, left. Emma, too religious. Left. and then there I did like there was the film work and she's like yeah you know like attack of the 50 foot woman and that was the one I said along with her and I was like that is such a good one yeah and but Zoe doesn't get the
0: joke she's yeah. like you were in a movie but Zoe in her own right is just a mess she can't hang up the banner by herself she is supposedly 14 and running this whole show on her own there's no teacher to help there's like what's going on
2: i i feel like zoe is a very privileged palace verde's child who doesn't really she doesn't have a lot of organization she's being whisked off to new york for theater over christmas i was like,
1: every christmas every christmas but that's what Heidi's doing. Heather being her, you know, alpha oh over athletic, over-the-top
2: stuff. trying to like, use gym space without reserving it? Yeah, she's just like, and she just has like,
1: the biggest basket of volleyballs that yeah, I don't know found, where she got she those. found
0: 50 volleyballs in a new school on her very first day. And she's
1: just looking for a place to, i like, they're not gonna have a volleyball net perfectly set up for you. I guess she's just looking to practice spiking or something. And she goes to like, the gym and they're playing you know, guys basketball. She goes into a different gym and they're playing girls basketball.
2: Spencer, she, are you telling me that this coach is not from other DComs, why do I recognize?
0: Oh, this well, man? I'll tell you. You probably recognize him as the principal from High School Musical. Yes. Oh,
2: that's what I mean. There you go
1: I like this actor a lot love
2: him mm-hmm. he's great I,
1: but he's great although it's such a weird thing because you start out like I can't tell if he's funny or not but over the course of the movie you get like what his personality is but also this his
2: personality acting, is exasperating.
1: right but the, that's the thing is I this actor his acting technique for this role is like give them nothing <laughs> so, like, he, so. he, he he is so underplayed he looks like he's thinking about a million other things and he's just like come on you gotta get the ball like but, but like, that's
2: that's what I think th- is the look behind most high school school coach like yeah eyes. it
1: works it's he has good. the
2: look of someone coaching a mediocre women's basketball team <laughs> which is dead behind the eyes that's
1: fair that's fair i
0: think my favorite line of his comes up very quickly after talking to to heather about like mm-hmm. when he's talking to god and saying how cool <laughs> he is
2: he it has a bit of a Hamlet turn. Like he is yes. talking to, he's having a soliloquy and is like, God, dear God. <laughs> and then he sees Heather and it says, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cause, laughed.
1: Yeah, because Heather knocks all her volleyballs over and he comes in helping her up and he sees that she's so amazingly tall and he's like, oh, thank you, God. Like to nobody, well, to God. And it's like, do you want to play basketball? And she's like, I'll think about it. And I play volleyball though. And he's like, ah, oh, how cruel you are. Um, and so she says, she'll think about it. And then we get a look, a very dramatic look. From my her favorite girl character. My
2: favorite character. This bitch, like she was the blueprint. I, like, other-
1: I I, I did also, I had here, her name is Nikki. Nikki is the, maybe the best bitch character we've
0: found. Who
2: is this actress? She has a whisper voice. That is so I crazy. Okay. What's, All of her lines sound ADR? yards. That's what I said. I said oh, the same thing.
0: my God. God, I have the same exact. No, I say oh literally God. every line. from her sounds like audio was dubbed in by someone doing yes! ASMR. Because it sounds
2: like
1: she's whispering right into the microphone. Exactly. But also
2: her lips don't move. I, I oh, mean,
1: her, her mouth, mouth, mouth opens like... like a millimeter. Like, but also. And it
2: all comes out like this.
1: Exactly. Tot- that's it's an amazing uh, impression, Emma. Amazing my impression. Dad. But also, that's the thing. Speaking of her dad, that's not actually. A, I think this is a family trait because all of her dad's lines are ADR. All of her butler's lines are two ADR. Lions, There's yeah. just something about in the genetic code of this family that i could
2: not get over this girl i absolutely love her she's someone who like is so perfectly because she looks so visibly mean she's
1: i am my exact note she has an amazing bitch face like i think
0: she she was like megan fox mary kate nashley movies before megan fox did mary kate nashley movies even though it was after but yeah i think nikki nikki herself was such a toxic character but i found her so attractive growing up i just i vividly remember thinking like it was like a bisexual awakening of her and then galen of like oh wait the two of these people they are doing something
2: i am attracted to nikki but like i very i was as a person like i thought she was so fabulous as a kid i remember being like she not like attracted but i think i wanted to like baby kiss you, her, wanted, the to be her. Yes, you wanted, wanted the drama of her i also wanted to be her i love nikki i love her weird voice i love her crazy 80s coke mansion
1: oh god that, we'll was... talk about that we I gotta say we gotta say that but also what i want to say about nikki because we've we've met bitch characters before like tess tyler and camp brock
2: and i and love what, a good bitch
1: right but here's what i'm saying why I think she's like maybe the best bitch character we've come across so far is that she's so good at being mean that you like her and you want to see her redeemed. I didn't need the Tess Tyler redemption in Camp Rock. Mm. She was fine the way she was. I didn't care about her that much. I cared about Nikki in a weird way because they have the same thing where their parents are ignoring them but like something about her performance endears her to you more than... I
2: couldn't figure out what else she knew uh, from. She's in Gilmore. She was in Gilmore.
1: I also also want to say I, I apologize if anyone doesn't like us throwing around the word bitch so much. Watch this movie and <laughs> to, to defy me defy, I we defy, say defy it I'm, word.
2: Yes. I'm the only woman On this podcast And I'm using bitch as a term of endearment Okay Yes
1: Yeah that happens And then they go home uh, And are having dinner And she's talking to the dad About I want to play basketball And the dad's like Oh that's a great idea You'll stay in shape It'll be a good warm up He doesn't bring up My first thought What if, if you get injured She could get hurt <laughs> <laughs> this,
2: this dad isn't even good At being an overbearing That's parent. what I'm saying He's bad at his job He didn't even think Of the scholarship thing Until they were 14 And now he's gonna let them Play another sport right before the season of their actual sport. This is shit helicopter parenting if I've ever seen it. Well,
0: I think the worst part about that whole dinner conversation is that he's talking through his burps and they ac- they like kept those <laughs> takes in.
2: Spencer, we don't have time. Uh, do- we don't have a... Sp- Film the ways, okay? <laughs> oh, do you want
0: to know there, how you want to like know if I know
1: that's true? As I skipped over it. But in the basketball practice scene, there's a shot where you like follow the basketball going through. There's visibly like plastic on the lens that they just kept oh, the shot in for. Guys, like,
2: there are shots in this movie where the body doubles turn to face the camera. Like, close-ups. And it's visibly not the person it's supposed to be. And they keep those shots in the goddamn movie. They're like, Yep, yeah, moving on.
1: Yeah, she, she's this talking- This dinner
2: scene made me sad because I did love- I was like, I'm so sad they're gonna have to leave this gorgeous 80s nightmares house. I oh know yeah, what are. was this
1: house? Layout? It was crazy. There's like stairs leading to the uh, to the higher part, but then like the kitchen is sunken in. It's so. Yeah, it looked weird. like
2: Pee Wee's house. Like there was a lot of fucking crazy shit happening there. Yeah, but
1: Heather wants to join basketball. Heidi gets invited to a party by Zoe, and she's all excited about that because she likes having a social life, unlike unlike Heather, was like freaking Ivan Drago from Rocky IV, <laughs> where her mind is <laughs> only on athletics.
2: And also, there's a whole conversation here where, like, again, the mom is being a good mom and is like, "Oh, that's so exciting, Heidi! You're gonna go out for." the play and the dad's oh, yeah, like the your sister's gonna be famous and you're gonna be fucking dead on the street
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah what a weird thing and then the daughter do- heidi's just like you know what when i win an oscar i'm gonna thank everyone except you and it's like really a hurtful line but they all laugh about it and i'm like
2: yeah they're like <laughs> ha, 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 ha. tinkling laughs but it was like that's a dark conversation yeah between father and daughter. he wants
1: her to do it and she's like no i want to do my own thing so then we cut to the next day. Uh, Heather goes to her first basketball practice, and Jizzy gets absolutely targeted by Nikki, and literally tells her like, "Hi, I'm Nikki. This is my team. You're not. You better not be planning on being a star here." I'm gonna here. kill
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> also, they also have a line when she meets the basketball coach, which I don't remember this being part of the movie, even though I do remember like a ton of these scenes where she's like, "I don't never really played basketball before." As like she's never really, and then she's like really good at shooting. Oh yeah. The first practice, she's like ripping three pointers. She's an incredible. And like I know she's tall, but like that still requires some. Skills from a three-point line, even at 6'1, yeah, I was I like, she's a got excellent shooting technique for right. and, and never I playing. And
1: I don't and I mean, like a certain part of it is like, I mean, if you're a good enough athlete, you can kind of be good at anything. But I mean, like, I just don't know how many skills are transferable from volleyball to basketball, so I definitely understand what you're saying. Like, also, volleyball is not a running sport. Like, you no. have to run up back and forth I mean, up and, and down. You still, the...
2: you still have to be very much in shape. I get that. And like either like, keeps herself in I know like, the plane, plan it. was like at the beginning, like have her be like a shack put her at the bottom of the hoop, pass her the ball, have her ta- like just tap it that in. That was a
1: salient basketball point from Emma. Thank you, thank
2: you, thank you.
1: Maybe it was. I don't know if it was right. I actually
2: know a lot about Shaq because me and Shaq have the same birthday. Uh, not Europe, obviously, <laughs> but obviously.
1: <laughs> Emma, guys, you didn't know this. Emma's been Shaq's age this whole time.
2: Um, Yeah, no. So I thought that was then they were going to like get better. She's instantly like very good at basketball. Oh like. yeah,
1: she's like shooting. She like does that thing where she goes around like three point line and puts a ball up and just like nothing but net every time. But yeah, Nikki's just constantly targeting her and like like, she has to guard Nikki and she just shoves her way through her. But I thought that was also good storytelling because volleyball is not that kind of contact sport where, like, you're shoving into people
0: and stuff. That's true. I eventually-
2: dribbling is really hard. Like, if you're not, like, a really good dribbling, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just, but then, not you know, that well. they're
0: really worried about dribbling. Almost every single scene in this is a travel, but... Oh, every I'm,
2: sure, I'm, sure, one, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Especially in the actual, like, when they're not, um, you can tell they use body doubles for the zoomed out stuff, like, at the last game, and, like, that. that's pretty legit, like, the dribbling there. Whenever it's the actual actresses, they are just walking down the court with the ball. Just walking.
1: Oh, not even a question. So, the, yeah, then Nikki, like, she spends of the time just b- blowing past her, but then she goes to shoot, and then Heather just freaking springs up and just that smacks that shit move. down. She, <laughs> she spikes she the ball it, yeah. out of there. Yeah, it's really good. And then the whole crowd, like, the whole team breaks into applause, and I was like, okay, feels a little favoritism, but alright. So, then we cut to Heidi's party. They pull up in their, like, shitty uh, station it's wagon. It's a Woody. It's yeah, a- their, the Woody wagon. They see the amazing house and the photo shoot going on, and then she's like, drop me around the corner and then so she goes in and meets up with zoe and she's like well i had my driver drop me around the corner so because Zoe's so like wow you have your own driver that's crazy because like it's kind of assumed that if you live in palos verdes you're some level of rich i guess but so yeah she's hanging with zoe at the party and finds out we we well she does it because she doesn't know who Nikki is we find out that it's at Nikki's house and Nikki comes up to her just being like Ugh, heather i hate you so much she goes no i'm heidi i have no idea who you are and she's like okay well you're her sister so i still hate you so much um and tries to get her to like admit that she's not as rich as she's saying but she's like yeah because we're beachfront and you know we've got the boathouse like things are getting set up because we just moved there etc etc oh yeah also in the dinner scenes where the dad dropped that they kind of don't plan on actually moving like he's like they're not going to check up on that we'll just stay exactly where they are which is a dumbass
0: move that comes back to bite them later.
2: You know Nikki is rich also because there is, uh...
0: You're going to say exactly what I want you to say.
2: I went, When they come to the food and there's Perrier?
0: Okay, well, I did notice that, but I was going to say the indoor pool, and then they have the glass thing where the guy walks through... What the-
2: was what was that my work that kid was doing oh my god he like checks the glass if it's real and then walks through Emma it's the been window. 20
0: years and it, it keeps me up at night I genuinely have <laughs> thought about this all all the time I'm like how does how is he doing this I want to be at that house I want to be at that party
2: I also know if that was a direction that they gave him or if that was just an extra gone road. I, I don't know. That indoor pool is so 80s and the whole thing and there's glass bricks on the side of it. I was like, this is amazing and also the craziest thing I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, so this whole random party, there's no special occasion. It's just like a Friday night, I guess. There are, what, 200 kids from the school there. Uh, Heidi is there assuming that it's chaperoned and then Nikki tells her like, oh, well, my uncle's here. Never She's seen like, him. Okay, well, your shit uncle lets you have a party with for 200 People that's catered at your house that probably kids are smoking and drinking at.
2: Also, like my uncle is here, and then she makes this face. Like she like looks down and I was like my uncle's here, like frowning. I, like, I What's got, wrong with your yeah, uncle? I got I got
1: immediately concerned that there was some inappropriate. Yeah, things I was going
2: like, What's on? your uncle doing and why do you hate him so much? The uncle isn't the butler,
1: right? That's a separate no, character. That's,
0: that's a separate character who shouldn't have even been in the movie.
2: Well, no, every That would every, be so fucked up if that, that was no. his brother. I know it
1: would be, but that's what I'm saying.
2: They should she should have said, like, my butler's here. Yeah. Like, like Gary is here whatever the butler he doesn't named. get a name but like you should have been like my butler's here Chives. and like, then like and then the face would be like I'm sad because my butler is fulfilling the role of my dad in my life the <laughs> uncle thing then with that face just made it like really fucking weird and I was like there's some trauma happening I don't trust this uncle as far as I can throw him
1: yeah that, that's pretty much all we see at the party is her meeting Nikki and lying to her and, and they
2: li- she specifically lies about her address which is right because then says, we
1: do a really jarring cut to her uh to Heather yelling at Heidi in their room about lying to Nikki and she's like like sorry it just kind of all happened but like who cares i wanted to fit in and heather's just like god you suck why are you not thinking about athletics all the time So then we cut go to another basketball practice, and this is as, Galen. as they're practicing.
2: Who I re- named this character? I,
1: I remembered the hot guy, and then like he's giving an interview, of being like, "It's true, you've committed to this college." And he goes, "No, I'm not making any decisions until after the season." And then I think uh, Madison comes over, who's like the nice girl. On I the also team. want to
2: just be clear that this high school senior, mm-hmm. Gay, whose name is Galen, Galen Alderman, <laughs> Alderman, which is the craziest thing I've ever heard, is holding a full-on press conference. Yes, courtside. <laughs> courtside in the back of an ongoing I, he, I think
1: ESPN is there.
2: There's multiple cameras, not just one recorder.
0: Also, he's secretly 28. And also oh, the yeah, of star of all of our sexual is. fantasies Yeah
2: That man has a driver's license He has a master's degree He is so good well,
1: well not only that He is like If he's not 18 already He's about to be 18 And he is ostensibly the romantic interest For these 13, 14 year old girls I know
2: that that happened back in the day Like I Even when I was in school like, <laughs> Who can say
1: what it was like, like in the 80s I, in
2: California <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't help but be it for the, through a 2021 20, lens And I don't love no, it No it's
1: not good It's
0: not good yeah, um, I mean, I, yes. I do like that they really kept it to like the girls having a crush on him and him never really acting on it.
2: He was, if anything. Another father figure? Probably a better father figure. He was a better
1: father I
0: mean, ultimately he becomes a better coach than, I than mean, the other they, guy, but we'll talk oh, about that. Oh, he's a later. much
2: better
1: coach. <laughs> oh, for sure. But also I think he I'm to your point, I think he realized these girls have daddy issues and he was trying to play into that. Oh um, he's but just
2: cruising sandy sores <laughs> looking for girls with daddy issues. Uh
1: the thing I will say about him um is that his name is Galen and I can never forget that for the rest of my life. Like, who who thinks, okay, we got this hot eighties guy? What name should we go with? Oh, yeah, that weird dude who wrote about medicine in like 200 I also get it
2: wrong like every time in my notes I write a different thing I write a different thing I thought bro Jalen once that's
1: better that's better than Galen but so after the practice Heidi and Heather meet up outside of school and Heather's kind of like wants her to go practice with her a little bit because she's like I kind of miss hanging out like you know you're you're my best friend like I miss seeing you all the time Heidi's like, no, I think it's kind of cool that we're each doing our own things. Like, you got basketball, I got drama, and I'm making friends through drama. I think also, I mean, I have this feeling back. she hasn't really made any friends on the basketball team. because she's
2: an absolute aggro monster. She needs to relax.
1: (laughs) But then uh, Heidi says that to her, and she's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. We are doing this a a cool way. I'm down for it. She's like, okay, great. She goes off with her drama friends to practice lines on a boat or something like you do.
2: I I was in the drama club in high school. I don't know what it was
1: like in the 80s in California. Okay,
2: but (laughs) what fucking high school had, like, hot guys in drama who had boats? because it wasn't my high school, I'm going to tell you. I was a present of the drama club. Emma,
1: I don't know what it was like
2: in the 80s in California. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> also, I did I didn't watch this movie because I do know what happens. Like, I, I know the end of this movie. I know where we're going. And I did watch this movie in the way that you kind of watch, like, old Yeller hoping that things are going to change and the dog's going to live. I was kind of like, oh, I just want Heidi to go live her life <laughs> on this boat and never come, never come back and never have to change herself for this terrible dad. Well,
1: I do want to say... Uh, when we started this movie I forgot there was A volleyball thing at all I was like Why are we starting With volleyball Do they not already Play basketball I, But So for me I was just waiting For that to happen Because she comes home After her boat excursion And the dad's Putting up the basketball hoop And then they just Start playing basketball And they don't, I don't know If he immediately says How was your boat trip Or whatever Or if he says it at, at, Like a little bit after But I was so confused Because they start Playing basketball And I was like She doesn't play basketball How does she like Because she's like Running a clinic on him
2: She's really good She's
1: really good And they're just Having a fun time and daughter and i'm like okay this dad isn't that bad yet then she goes oh yeah the boat trip went really well i had a great time with the drama club and the father just goes yes well things have changed (laughs) and she's like what he's like I spoke to the basketball coach. I told him you'd both be playing basketball. He says that like it just happened. Like he just ran into him and I was like, oh yeah, uh, I just happened to mention that you're going to both be playing basketball. It's no big deal. (laughs) But like, no, this is like we said, like an edict from on high. You will quit the play and you must play basketball.
2: Also, like it was really devastating because like they had this really cute father daughter moment that he immediately just steps on. Spikes
1: into
0: the ground. Yeah, that was something that really stuck out to me. This was really the only time in the movie that we saw the two of them not just getting along, but like having that relationship, despite obviously the actors missing every single shot and then the, the <laughs> then them editing it out and cutting to it, just the basketball going in the hoop.
2: Literally just cutting the frame so you can't see where the basketball goes.
1: So she really runs into the house crying that she has to play basketball now, apparently. What I thought was going to happen, because again, I didn't remember this really perfectly, is that they were going to get found out and the way they were going to negotiate a truce... Uh, about their situation was the dad was going to be like, what if I had my other daughter play basketball? What if I the deal and sell you
2: my second daughter?
1: Which, which is what I'm saying is like, I think that's something that would make sense in a narrative, but they couldn't do that. Like, and also what I'm saying, they obviously couldn't do that in this general movie. Show the back room. Although I say that in Go Figure, there was a sex deal. Yeah, there was, there a, was sex a sex deal. deal. On
2: one. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that this was like, must've been held closer to how it actually happened. So they couldn't make it a better story. Yeah. I also feel like the Nikki character is completely invented and the, the whole like- Probably. Probably, I I think the, the whole thing with like the them moving is probably I, w- I want to know what the real story is, but I'm not going to do enough digging to figure it out. Well,
0: we're also missing. They have an older brother, and they may have a younger. But I was doing some research. I couldn't find oh, in everything. real life. Maybe. But I know in Rhea, in real life, they have a totally a, another sibling that is completely lost from this whole narrative. So uh, yeah, I think Nikki is made up, and and the fact that everything else is basically a lie as well is just very. Well, that apparent. really
2: sucks. Yeah, can you imagine like, being that? <laughs> so that being, like having an iconic decomp made about your family. And and then you get cut in, ed- in edit in the edits
1: but she runs in the house and is immediately pissed off at heather because she's like you knew about this this is all your fault you put him up to this blah and like heather very clearly has no idea what's going on and she will continue to be mad at heather for the next like 20 minutes of movie. yep
2: yep yeah, so he makes Heidi join the team and then they have a practice and heather and heidi beat the shit out of each other
1: <laughs> yeah that's what happens they just start... Which honestly yeah, but in a certain, this is what i'm saying is at a certain point she literally says i don't have a choice and i'm like absolutely what hundred percent have a choice like oh no no go, yeah, she tells zoe she's quitting and she's like i don't have a choice i have to play basketball like you want a hundred because like if she just went on the court and then told the coach i don't want to do this could he make her play no. like what like what are you talking about
2: but i think they have she needs to live at her parents home so she's doing it but they are a- aggressively fighting because she thinks that heather sold her out to the dad and is the reason why she's being forced to play basketball and they are just like ripping at each other, grabbing each other's shirts, like, throwing, other, elbowing each other. And that's, this is where you really get great dead behind the eyes acting from that coach, where he's like, girls, girls, stop. Please stop. Stop fighting. Then he's just, like, not doing anything to break it up, but they just keep, Gleas looks more and more devastated with his own life.
1: I I got this more once the games start, but I literally wrote, how much B-roll did they shoot of this coach just walking back and forth, (laughs) shouting either names or just vague statements, like, keep it on the inside! Nikki! Madison!
2: You gotta pass, girls. You gotta pass. (laughs) Like,
1: there's so much of that inserted. And and so it's also in this scene, Nikki now is contending with two of these giantess queens um, invading her space on the court. I literally wrote, there's a shot literally of Nikki, like, staring both of them down. And I was like, you know, I gotta give it to Nikki the bravery for crossing them. Cause she looks like they like the five four, five four. Five, four. Five, four. Like these two women could break her spine over the back of their knee.
2: Not even like I, the five, four, I was being generous. I honestly like love her tenacity and like de- dedication to being a bitch because like had this been me, I think I would have just given up and been like, this isn't my team anymore. Like,
1: yeah, I, like, I, I you to, <laughs> like you can't, let's say you can't fight the city hall. You can't fight the tall girl.
0: Yeah, I think that Nikki is the, the girl in school who wore those cookie monster pajama pants and she would get in a fight <laughs> with anyone.
2: Those girls, you needed to steer clear. The ones that walked the mile and were cooking about (laughs) stuff too. (laughs) And uh, yeah, she truly doesn't give a rip. The only thing that's notable at this practice besides the fact that Heather and Heidi are fighting each other the whole time is that this is where you see the play from the end for the first time, except it doesn't work. Heidi's on like someone's covering Heidi and she does this little foot shuffle thing, which is just such a waste of time in basketball. (laughs) It makes no sense at all. It makes no sense. And does this little foot shuffle thing. And then she passes a wild pass to the outside corner thinking that Heather is going to jump in and grab it. Because they have a twin connection. And she
0: should have, because she was only one step away out of frame.
1: But Spencer, I do want to ask you, I know we joked about it already. I and I'm sure you get this question a lot being an identical twin, but is there some truth to the twin telepathy thing? Such a New question. I, mean,
0: I think so. At least at least in our case, we can very clearly finish each other's sentences and we know what the other person is thinking. Definitely not all the time, but it happens way more frequently than you would think.
1: I I, I just didn't know if that was what
0: it was. That's
2: why Spencer said she could have gotten that pass.
0: <laughs> he was like, if I would have been there in a second.
2: Out of there in a second. Yeah, she's like thinking Heather will get it and Heather like misses it. I think on, we're supposed to think on purpose, because like she could have gotten there. And she's like, I don't always know what you're thinking. Okay. Well yeah, they're
1: mad at each other. That practice happens. Then we Okay. <laughs> this is the weirdest concept. Well first we go to Nikki's house and we see her from the top of parapet yelling down at her father about to get into his limousine and was uh, like, Dad, I have a game today. Are you going to come? And he's like horribly adr yard in. Um, I'll do my best to be there. Did and Nikki
2: kill Did Nikki's dad kill her mom?
1: May, no, maybe the uncle killed the mom. And the dad's like a high-powered lawyer and got his brother Okay, aw- the dad
2: just feels really American psycho to me. I don't know if it's the hair slick back or what it is, or it's the house, but like it all feels like he might have killed the mom.
1: I know, I, I put that on the uncle's feet. Like now the, bu- the uncle is like in debt to the brother forever.
0: But also, I don't even care like the dad's pretty hot. I would gladly be his sugar baby.
2: Oh yeah, he was pretty hot.
0: I mean, it. He is a mob so I'm sure it's like drug deals, and he's
2: mob affiliated. Like, that, yeah, that's,
0: the money that's is saying, not from being a lawyer. Let's He's just say a that. he's
1: a mob lawyer. He's a mob lawyer.
2: He's for supposed sure. to be a lawyer.
0: Oh, no, I'm just. Oh, I, 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 I don't that know that what that the
2: he, he does. I was like, what the fuck?
0: But I'm
1: saying he's got he's got to fly to constantly defend Listen, these
2: guys. You don't have an indoor pool like that with a glass wall unless you're you are moving cocaine across this country in large quantities. Like that is just a fact life like For he sure. is a he is at least mob affiliated at the very least
1: so he gets the limo and then the butler also,
2: these, like he waves the butler waves
1: yeah but he's no he says he says in a very quiet and almost any voice he goes like score 50 and I was like that's a really specific and unrealistic request
2: that man felt half dead
0: <laughs> oh he was but he and he had <laughs> he never really seen had a, a basketball Rudy. game in his life he doesn't know what it is but he's, he's also yeah. never left he, he only knows the limo and that's it that's why so but when he does he get the chance to speak there. to Nikki, it's like, oh, I get my, I get to say something to the daughter I wish I had who absolutely hates me because I am the health.
2: I also got the feeling, Spencer, that it was like, like you're saying that he hasn't left the house since like the 1820s, so he doesn't really know the rules of basketball. He's like, skull 50 and like buy a, get buy, a field goal. Yeah, get a root beer float on your way home. Like, I don't think he's been out the in the world, socializing. Yeah. He, yeah. he
0: has been I... dead. He is the ghost. He is the Victorian child. he His spirit can only survive when he is at help to to the family.
1: Yes. I also, hang on, I gotta get really close to the microphone, so I apologize to Spencer, but this is for your benefit, audience. <laughs> this is my exact note. It's almost like all her money can't buy her father's love. na 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 And
2: then she's like, "I have a game, and I want to be very clear about this." this she is does a, not a fucking scrimmage. <laughs> this is the stupid. This
1: is a, this pissed me off. So she's like, "I got a game," and I was like, "All right, first game of the season, let's go." And we it's the, a scrimmage. The freaking stadium is the uh, attendance
2: the, the like, women's
1: basketball oh, scrimmage. Trust me, <laughs> I have is, notes as
0: well. It makes no <laughs> sense.
1: Is packed. The full band is there. Galen is there in the most 80s popped collar I've ever seen.
2: Cheerleaders. Okay, guys, I do want to say I was a college cheerleader and a high school cheerleader. Oh, God, here we go. I cheered a lot of women's basketball. We did not have attendance like this if we were in the playoffs. And this is a scrimmage.
1: This is, this. what this is, is it's just to finalize who's on the team. Like, they it's a, they call it the red and black game because their colors are red and black. And one team is red, one team is black. And they play each other. And this is, again, the thing. I'm like, Heidi, if you don't want to play basketball, just tank. Choke. to Just tank all of these tryout stuff. From the state of things when Heather walked in, I assume this team took all comers, like...
2: And obviously they split Heather and Heidi up Mm because that would be a literal massacre, I guess. They put them both on this, like the red team or the black team. But this becomes... Basically a home run derby. They're just going back and forth, scoring. They are the and only like, people on the team. There's no one That's, else.
1: I I said the same thing. Like I get this is supposed to be just snippets of the game at large, but it does really come off like their only strategy of both sides is to just pass it to them.
2: You know what? Like great that this can happen, but like looking at this, you guys have a massive defense problem. These girls are just like absolutely. It's there's no one even touching them. No, they're like it's a, a well civ- because
1: they're so much higher than <laughs> But it's like else. a
2: sieve on both sides. I'm like no one's like like Nick. Nikki eventually starts trying to score. That's what I was going to say. But no one's even trying to stop the ball from being shot.
1: Like, cause even the coach who's coaching both sides of this team somehow is like, Nikki, pass it to the the tall girl. That's our entire strategy. And she just takes wild shots. And like, he takes her out of the game because she took the shot for herself. And she's like, I'm a shooter. Well,
2: before she was, she was passing to Heather. And then she was going up to the announcer mid game and going, she's not doing it herself. That was a great scene.
1: (laughs) Great scene. But she did that in practice too. And he yelled at her. And so he takes her out of the game for it again. But my point is, uh, she makes all of these wild shots, like she's yeah. They
2: keep <laughs> reprimanding Nikki throughout this movie for making wild shots, and they're like, "Yo, these wild, crazy shots that you take." i like, she's made every single she's one. Made,
0: of them mean, she's made clearly better than Heidi at this plans. point. But there, oh, yes. there is something. In th- so Nikki has the ball at one point, and And as she has the ball before she shoots, she's looking for her father in the stand. There is at least 15 seconds where she's just holding the ball and no one tries oh. to steal it from her. No one's guarding her. No. She's just has the ball right like by the three pointer line. And it's just like looking, counting every single face in the stand to make sure that her father is there, who obviously is not. And then she shoots it and that's it.
1: But so the game goes on like that. And then, you know, comes down where it's like 48, 49, very close. And Heidi goes up for like a shot and Heather Spikes spikes it down just like she did to Nikki and wins the whole game for the red team or whatever team she's on um the crowd, and the, the crowd goes wild crowd goes wild of course they
0: do this is where for you know scrimge. it's inspired by a true story and not totally accurate because <laughs> the stands are full everyone is possibly rushing the field like no
2: the, the stands empty spencer onto the court we, for well, a scrimmage that is basically a triumph <laughs> well as was
1: foreshadowed with the shady volleyball guy there in this world there are no boundaries between court and stands. Oh, people no. just wander wherever dress. they want <laughs> But yeah, the parents come down, and like the dad immediately runs to his favorite Heather and is like, "You did incredible! You're the best." There I was love a good you.
2: line here, I think, before they run down where he's like, "That's my girl," and then she's like, "So is the other one, dumbass." Like she doesn't say dumbass, but the yeah. line is basically like, "Mary again," dragging which I do think never. is a good dichotomy, like where it's like, "Yeah, like that sucks when they play against each other because, like, yeah, someone's gonna win and someone's gonna lose." Like
1: right, and so like Larry's like hyping up Heather, and Mary has to go talk to. Heidi and be like, you played a great game. Like you know, there's nothing to be ashamed about.
0: And she did play a great game. She was oh, clearly one of the best people there. And
2: one of the best. There was two well, best yeah, people there.
0: The two, two real players there.
1: Well, Nikki's obviously upset because she got taken out of the field. Uh, taken out of the game. Taken off the
2: field. Taken, like, taken,
1: <laughs> taken off the court. Taken out of the game. Uh, she also confronted Heather about the sister lying about her address at previous practice. And so we see her walking down a hall, dressed, dressed to
2: the nines. Dressed to the
1: nines. And she leaves a note on the principal's desk It, it like glitter glue. Yeah, it looks
2: like it's written for like a diary. Like yeah. it's like the cutest like 12 year old girl handwriting.
1: And she leaves it on the, the principal's desk and obviously we know what's in there.
0: How does Nikki know? Like this was a big question for me. Like how does she know that they had this deal? That they had to find a place to stay? That like, okay, you got the wrong address but th- you're actually living at this place. You're out of district. Now I can find this information. And what kind of Nancy Drew detective shit did she do to solve this crime? Okay,
2: that's why we're going to circle back Back to her dad being mob affiliated Because I think she she is suspicious of them When she realizes their fake address doesn't exist Your dad knows a guy Who then is able to track them down In, in, in 80s Redondo
1: Yeah I feel like maybe the scene got cut um, of her finding because out exactly. Spencer's
2: right. We how would she figure out where they were living? I mean, but to and the, to, that it was out of district. To,
1: yeah, but to their credit, they might have just said, like, you need to look into where they're actually living because like the dress they gave doesn't make sense. So they so it might have just been a tip off as what opposed to the principal
0: would take that seriously of like, <laughs> Oh, I have a a note on my desk that says confidential in glitter glue and <laughs> it's all it, the, there's only one sentence and it says like check out <laughs> where <laughs> Heather <laughs> and Heidi are living.
2: Also, listen, like, listen, also wait, 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 like, no, what no. Principle- is like, oh yes, the two girls that are about to give me world domination in sports. Let me come down on them. Listen,
0: when the bo-
1: when the daughter of a mob boss <laughs> drops a note on your table, you freaking listen, baby. So that happens and I was like, okay, dramatic turn. But no, the, by the way, the reason she's dressed to the nines is that the way they announce this basketball the team. The roster
2: is, of the basketball team has a pep rally. It has a
1: whole pep rally and they are supposed to show up like in full formal wear and it's like, like I know we joked about how many people show up, and but they never say this. Like, women's basketball must be the best most exciting sport but it doesn't seem like because like we said it seems like a kind of mediocre mediocre program
0: i mean this was nicer than my high school graduation and they're, they're oh, yeah. dressed yeah. as if they're going to a gala also,
2: i mean i don't know what it was like also, in the
1: 80s in california well, once
2: again once again heather is dressed like ellie statler from jurassic park they're also chanting heather's name the entire gym i want to stress and i cannot stress this enough folks She has not played in a game yet. This was a... She had one scrimmage under her belt, and the whole school is chanting her name at a pep assembly to announce the roster? That she's
1: actually on the team. But yeah, that's what happens, and like... Madison looks to Nikki and is like where were you and she goes I had to take care of a paperwork issue or fi- filing issue whatever <laughs> records issue
2: Records issue
1: Um and I think we're at about halftime guys so we need to take a quick break before we deal with the fall of that So Yikes. or wait is there
2: ha- is there halftime in basketball Yes
1: Cuz there's there's it's qu- four quarters Four
2: quarters but there's a halftime
1: We're going to take a timeout I'm not confident Oh god <laughs> We're going to take a timeout and be right back Welcome back to Game Time, everybody. Da, 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 Don't da, sing that
2: because da, 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 they weren't legally allowed to use that song. They use a fucked version. They weren't of allowed it. to use Jock Jams. No, we're gonna get sued by Jock Jams because I think they were trying to avoid a legal suit in this movie. So Welcome, what, you, what
1: you were saying, what you would say, is they were not ready for this.
2: No. Welcome back to the queue up for my favorite joke in this whole movie. The dad is now facing off with the principal. You know, in a every, very
1: dark office. A,
2: a, a very dark. You know, everyone's favorite child movie topic. The uh, school district. Basically, the principal's like, we struck a deal, man. Like, I told you two weeks. You took advantage of my good humor. You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. You're, I'm going <laughs> to kick you guys, your daughters out of school, even though they are literally cash cows for us. And the dad's like, I screwed up. I'm a sack of shit. Um, but just don't punish the girls. They like it here. They're thriving. They are going to lift your athletics to a new level of prominence, please. And then he's like, all right, fine. What does he give them? Like the Christmas holiday? He gives
0: him, yeah He
1: gives them so much time, I feel
0: like. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing that was Very confusing to me because the principal goes, "I won't give you one more week," and then the dad says his thing. He's like, "Oh, actually, you have until after Christmas break."
1: Yeah, he wins him over. Yeah, we
0: don't know how much time that could be weeks or months. We have no idea.
2: It also feels like based on like I know we're in California, but like no one's talking about Christmas or the holidays. So I was like, this almost feels longer than the original two weeks he gave. That's what I'm saying. It's at
0: least two months away.
1: Like, like if he had been like, "You have one week," or like, "You have like five days," even like I would understand. But he's like, you know what? Take another three months.
2: So like, where you got the Christmas break?
0: Although apparently. Apparently not very long at all, because the next scene is them driving to the Sandy Soar. This yeah. is my
2: favorite joke in the whole thing. It's and the very one that I remember. good. It is very good. <laughs> They're driving to like I guess would you call it an apartment?
0: I think it's like a
1: condo thing. It's
2: a condo situation. They're because they
1: can't afford a house in
2: Palos Verdes. Yes, so they have to move into like a condo area thing. And the sign as you're they're driving up, it's the H is missing, and so it's they read it out loud and they go Sandy's sore, and Heidi goes we're moving into an infected wound. <laughs> always made me laugh as a kid and still makes me laugh
0: it's very good Although and also then the
2: dad's trying to like be chipper it's fine guys like the h is missing like it's gonna be great it's gonna be great even though this place is visibly like where it's dreams like next to die. a bowling alley oh yeah it's like behind a bowling alley it was very sad
1: they do like this dramatic you know this is the like the dramatic scene they needed of them leaving their house not the one of saying goodbye to her friend the the, the thing that made me laugh was as they're pulling away the dad just goes well that's it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he,
2: just,
1: he, he just goes well and then moves on like
0: with his life
2: yeah, he's always doing the bare minimum okay and yeah, it it's very true. and for
0: some reason he's in charge of all of this I don't know why yes. he's really Mary should be like okay well we only have this much time I'm gonna find the house and that's the one that you're gonna pay for or whatever like
2: yeah, why, why is he is in charge me, of all me...
0: these big decisions
2: exactly and why is it like a surprise to everyone when they drive up like let's get Mary in the driver's seat on some of this like marriage this man is an absolute yeah, what? That's it. an exploit. What is she
1: doing? Like, I know obviously she, she, being a mother is a full-time job,
2: but you, she's thinking actually... about swimming. Yeah,
1: oh, <laughs> We'll talk about that.
2: And
0: we only get two lines of that in the whole movie, and that's her only character development, or not even development. Yeah. I
1: literally also drawing. said when when that bomb drops, I was like, I want to watch a whole movie about this woman oh, yeah. in her swimming
0: career. <laughs> well, and so the next scene is them sort of unpacking into in the new place. And this is really infamous because this is when Mary utters the line, the mom utters the line to the father mm-hmm. saying, you it's not their dream. Maybe it's yours.
1: Yes. And this
0: yes. is the moment. It's the High School Musical moment. It's every single movie ever about sports.
1: Th- this is the standard D. So it's Cinderella
2: story with Chad Michael Murray and the dad. Like maybe it's not. It's not my dream, dad. It's your dream. I want to go to Princeton or whatever their stupid dream is.
1: And then he, he he hears that and think that has kind of some kind of effect on him. No, he continues to be a monster for the pretty much the rest of it.
2: I love when he like looking at the wife and is like, "I could use some support here." And I was like, "You're you should be lucky." he hasn't left you it was was your
1: dumbass plan that got us into this
2: (laughs) support what if anything these people are being very supportive of your dumbass schemes the fact that this woman is still here that is what
0: it is it's a scheme that's exactly the right term yeah she has uprooted her whole life we don't know like maybe being a mother is her full-time job which obviously 100% totally is but like we don't know what she does in her like does she have a a second job does she do anything outside of that she's moving away from her friends she's moving away from maybe she does a yoga class maybe she does pilates maybe she like she now has maybe to she uproot. has a book
2: club maybe she has a book club 100%. she contains
0: multitudes she swims at the u- local why she has to find a new why now
2: exactly and she's uprooting her life for a stupid game she doesn't even really give a rip about and then he has the audacity to look at this woman and be like i could use some support it's like sir all you're getting is support yeah to,
1: yeah to be fair she does kind of take him down a peg where she's just like you're like an amazing coach and cheerleader and all this stuff but you're a dog shit father. I shouldn't say that. Like, and like you're just, you need to be more of their father and understand what they want and need in this life. So I really appreciated her just like coming at him like that. Except for the fact that it, there's, it has no effect for like a while. And, and so this is where I had the note too, that like, even though Larry still hasn't gone, I think to his worst yet, as clunky as this is with how overtly an idiot he's been about this plan, they are both right and they're both wrong. He is doing this because he thinks it is like the only way they're going to be able to afford the education they deserve um mm-hmm. it, by committing to the athletics so like his love is and, like his you know intensity and going all in with this is but founded. you know what
2: fuck that as a <laughs> as a woman i am just i get it but like have a better plan yes have a 10-year plan sir don't uproot my life in the in two months before christmas holiday to move me into the sandy sore you should have been saving money for us to move to palos verdes when they were 10 and
0: that's why i'm saying it's clunky yeah and also they are only 14 they have another four years of high school to yes, to go of through. Course. So it's of not course like this transition do. needed to happen at this exact moment. They could exactly. have planned for this. Yeah.
2: Also, guys. They're 6-1. You could have them start playing basketball at 17, and they're still going to get recruited. Well,
1: well also, excellent po- t- two excellent points. First of all, Spencer, I don't know what it was like in California in the 80s. Yeah. But like I said, I don't think you only have one shot of getting scouted, and it's your freshman year. You're more likely to get scouted as you get older. Right. Um. To Emma's point, not only is the basketball, like their basketball chance is extremely good, they're also incredible volleyball players. Yep. They have a double chance to get recruited for, for, for these sports.
0: Yeah, so... They have that moment of Mary just ripping into Larry. And then we go into the side sappy moment of the twins outside. They There is magically a basketball court at the Sandy Soar. And they have that <laughs> whole like forgiving apologizing thing to each other. And they're suddenly best friends again, which is great. Yeah. It happens in every single decom. They're not friends and then they become friends again. And then they just start playing basketball outside at the Sandy Soar at 3 a.m. If I lived at the Sandy Soar and I saw these two 14-year-old girls playing <laughs> basketball, I would yell at them. I would get out. I- I,
2: say, I literally me, wrote. It,
1: what's going on? I wrote. It must be hell to live go here. To sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean go to sleep. Especially because the basketball hoop is all bent. They do this again later bent.
2: too at like one in the morning. Like right. these neighbors must be absolutely ready. On to...
0: Christmas. It is Christmas Day oh, yeah. at one in the morning. But we'll talk about that later. But, but, uh, but also, that's what i say. The basketball hoop is all bent. So it's like constantly jangling against I the door. I
2: love Disney Channel and kid movie shorthand. How to know that the basketball hoop isn't. It's not like shorthand. I'm sure this really. And I know it is a thing. But like they always do this in movies. To show that the basketball court is on the quote unquote wrong side of the tracks. They make sure that the netting is made out of links. (laughs) and not actual rope because people will cut the rope otherwise. Um, And so it's made of chains. So the Sandy Shores hoop is chains
1: mm-hmm. and it's also all bent and. Cracking. This is also
2: where they do the thing. They play one on one and they do the little foot thing. And she she asks yes. Heidi like, "What is with that foot thing?" She's like, "It's my version of the Ollie shuffle." They're like, "Now you see me, now you don't."
1: So yeah, something like you that.
2: you see it now, you don't see me. It was a clunky, clunky Ollie reference. It's like it's
1: like you're you're distracting them like because they think you're leaning one way, leaning the other. The I thing.
2: guess
0: it was something I didn't understand when I was twelve. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. I-
1: I didn't fully understand it, Um, (laughs) Now
2: There's a lot of vintage basketball player references in this that I did not get when I was 12. Yes. Yes,
1: we'll get there soon. But so then we go to an actual basketball practice, and the entire team- Where
2: Nikki calls them Redondo Hillbillies. (laughs) She looks at them as they enter and goes, oh, look. It's the Redondo Hillbillies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Emma, you would do a great impression of this character. I love her. But yeah, the entire team's mad at them because like at first, and, and I will say, I think it's Heidi fully gives up the goat of just being like, you guys can't hate us because we're poor. They're like, no, it's because you lied yes, to us. We can. And, well, yes, we can. But also, no, it's because we li- you lied to us. You lied to the whole team. And so they go through the whole practice. And, and Heidi's also like, goes out there being like, hey, by the way, I'm sorry about the whole lying about our address thing. And she's like, don't be sorry. And I'm like, "Ah, I feel like she's be a little bit sorry. It's pretty much entirely her fault.
2: Then we have another practice that is just the, this poor coach going back and forth, forth, screaming at these girls. He
0: does not get paid one. enough. But no,
2: not at all. And like, I think he's got a backstory that we haven't even scratched the surface of. Like this man is struggling to make ends meet and he has to come to practice and watch these girls not be able to pass the damn ball to each other. He's just walking back and forth screaming, Pass the ball. You guys got to pass. Be a team, because basically this practice is just Heather and Heidi versus the rest of the team, and they
1: do a good, good job. job. <laughs> they hold them off. This becomes a thing for like way longer in the movie than I thought it would be. That the team can't play like a team, which is confusing when the team is ostensibly three people. Four, I guess. Madison is kind of a person. She's the only
2: other named player. Now there's Ooh, one well, other. Let's one
1: just
0: that... be clear. The coach hates Madison.
2: Oh, oh yes he hates her. <laughs> but hates honestly, her.
0: I like Madison. I think she's funny. oh, I do I too. I wish th- I wish we'd her.
2: Love that she was wearing during one of the games i was like that's a fucking crazy choice she has so much hair
0: uh but yeah so i think i think the next point of this scene is basically the coach is saying like this is ridiculous you guys are a team and you're not acting like a team you know what i'm just gonna tell them no and everyone's like tell who no like what are you talking about and the coach reveals like somehow you've only played one game but you were invited to the tournament <laughs> no, in New no
1: not even a real game again just a scrimmage they have not cut their you first played game a scrimmage,
0: yet and because of that scrimmage <laughs> of literally me deciding who to cut on the team They decided, oh, these b-ball players are just like so bad. Let's invite them to a tournament on the other side of the country
2: on the
1: other side of the country
2: with all the best teams in the country all the best teams i guess country.
0: and suddenly everyone's like oh wait new york oh we can act like a team now we can be friends
2: yeah they're just enticed by the idea of going to new york at christmas which it is beautiful at christmas but they're oh, like God. oh it's like totally it's like but they're like oh new york at christmas like we'll do it and honestly like respect to this man learn what motivates your team if your team is full of rich bitches <laughs> and they want to go to new york at christmas motivate them with a trip to new york it was smart this man is smarter than he looks and and then the, the point comes up in this scene, which is that...
1: Buckle your seatbelt. <laughs>
2: the cost, is that what you're...
1: Yeah, so he says, "I yeah, we're going to uh, New York, but you, you well, have you to pay... you gotta pay
2: some of your own money. So you
1: have
0: to pay a little bit. Which, to be honest, quit. I think makes sense, like... It's, yeah of course yeah. oh yeah and so nikki is like oh sounds good for me and she goes to the twins she's like is it good for you and the twins do like do their twin telepathy like and they're like okay yeah, we're they don't in.
1: they don't share a word they don't share a word between them
0: and then the next scene it, it inspired the whole below deck franchise on bravo <laughs> the
2: next scene is You're right. they <laughs> are they are they are deckhands yeah. in oh, the I, I hate that they I know are cleaning
0: yeah. the a, a whole yacht at the the where, wherever it is the marina and at the yeah. marina at the end Heidi asked Heather or whoever it's like okay well do you know how much we made she's like oh we got fifty dollars and I'm like you got fifty dollars to clean a whole yacht whole yacht? no no multiple yachts we only them...
2: got fifty bucks we feet? see them
1: clean multiple boats and I I had to ask myself how did they shoot this that the marina they were like hey guys do you want a clean boat these two girls will clean it about <laughs> two girls I mean like They'll get a couple of shots that of them it. had to it be like
2: a producer's boat. Like no, I, but I mean,
1: there's multiple boats is what I'm saying. We see multiple named boats.
2: But basically they realize they're still 20 bucks short. And they're like, this is the... <laughs> and they're like, dad's not going to spot us anymore. I'm like, dad's spotting you anything at all? You guys are living in the sandy sore." Like I'm like, dad, well, how much is dad capable of spotting to begin with?
1: <gasps> I just made an amazing connection. So spoiler <laughs> alert. At the end of this movie, the dad shows up with Nikki's dad out of nowhere. And I was like, how did you know who that was? What is the connection there? He's in debt to the mob. Oh, <laughs> He's there in debt to the go. mob now. That That's the sense. only way he can afford to move them to the Sandy Sore.
2: But they're $20 short. And I was like, okay, well, like maybe pick up a night of babysitting. Or just with, ask
0: like, Madison first... or any of the other teammates. Like they're all a millionaires. I nah, still don't like them.
2: They're all literally flushed hushed with cash, but they don't like, like them. Or they could have literally done like one night of babysitting and earned. Or found
1: twenty dollars on the street. <laughs> Although then again, I don't know what it was like in the eighties in California. I don't know how much how what was pocket change back then.
0: But also, so, so like, their solution to get this twenty dollars is, oh, you know what? <laughs> Let's go out at around nine at night and we'll we're two 14 year old girls let's just start fake tap dancing on the street where
2: no, is this where is what this is this center? strange realm like a festival for freaks it makes and no I, like, sense like,
0: <laughs> this is a carnival like run by three little people it looks people like it's like on the Las Vegas lady.
2: strip yes like it wasn't carnival like cotton candy ferris wheel like it was people in like grotesque face paint on stilts like leaning into the camera like it was. It felt like a fever dream and yes and i was like oh god where did they go and then we cut to them tap dancing in hats they're busking for money at this crazy carnival i'm like this is a literal how girls end up dead story Like this was so dangerous for
0: twenty dollars that's what they did for
1: twenty dollars and they have like not real cut they have like a hat each and are just still wearing the clothes they were wearing to <laughs> clean boats and they make the money. The only
2: reason that I can ever imagine that scene needing to happen is I think it must be real like I think that must be one of the unique things about the girls like they just did anything to like m- get to tournaments or make ends meet and like I probably one of their unique real life stories is that they like cleaned yachts and busked yes. and like so they had to include it but like but the way they so included weird. it
1: but yeah they get, the, they get the money and I think we cut right to the airport right yeah Yeah. Uh, we cut into LAX I love this
2: 80s airport this 80s LAX computers they're like all the screens are like black and all the computers are massive I love it Nikki and Madison are flying first Class, which enrages me to a point that is irrational. I was so angry, angered by that. Just from a teenage standpoint, like if you're going on a tournament with your f- team and like you can afford to fly first class, it still wouldn't be cool to fly first class and sit away from the yeah, But I
1: the mean, it's Nikki, <laughs> like. I was just
2: really it
0: felt out that. of character for madison i don't understand yes! madison doing it i understand nikki but th- this is where we meet the women with the allergies so she's yes! sneezing non-stop and so this was the weirdest bit yeah yeah very like it doesn't really fit into this whole scene it really i think the whole movie could have done without this to be honest they could have just shown like a plane landing and that's it but so this woman is just sneezing non-stop and the twins are like they try and like tease Madison and Nikki to be like oh look she's probably in, like I know she's in first class there are only like eight seats up there you don't think she's sitting next to that woman who's like diseased and like will... they
2: said she's super contagious Yeah, and Madison.
0: This,
1: this, this was the one line that I strangely remembered is Nikki just walks away being like oh, of course you're messing with me Madison just like slams her ticket down she's like that's it boom trading this baby in for coach
0: I need to say when I was younger I thought that line was her giving the ticket to the coach
2: what I <laughs> oh my God. I get because
0: what you mean. She's like, I'm, cha- I'm trading this puppy in for coaches or whatever she says. I was like, oh, that's super nice of her to like give it to the coach. To let I the guess. coach
1: go first class. That means that's I'm all... falling on hard times. That's hilarious. And now
0: Spencer. at 30 years old, I was like, oh, she was just was like, I'll fly coach instead of first class. That's
1: so funny.
2: That is a lot to ask of a child to know like what coach is. I don't think I understood that concept as a child, like coach be first class. Oh, for sure. And
1: so then again, correct me if I'm wrong but we cut immediately from that scene to, to the, the final
2: game of the tournament. Not even the final, final, game. I, I, I even the final like,
0: game, the final 10 seconds.
2: And I was like I, I appreciate this editing. I was like, yeah, let's give five full minutes to sneezing. Yeah, wanna, and two seconds to this little, actual tournament.
1: Again, I don't think you'll ever hear me say this again. I wanted to see more basketball. And mm. I will say this is the first time we get to see their actual uniforms. Their uniforms are sick as hell. I love their uniforms. Mostly because red and black is my favorite color combination. And like you say the final seconds, it's over within five seconds of real movie time.
2: Guys, they also like lose in the game. stupid
1: Way they freaking I had this note too is they they have it's really close game they
2: lose due to excessive celebration and they're
1: like puts up a thing and they're like yes we did it we beat them and they're like two seconds on the clock and then the other team just grabs the ball hucks it down court The girl catches it, puts it up and wins the game. And I was like, are you freaking... And I was expecting that to play into something. It's never mentioned that they lost like freaking idiots. Yeah,
0: they they did deserve to lose that game. And I remember watching this 18 years ago thinking that had to have happened in real life. Otherwise, like, what is the point of it being in here?
2: It's it's the same thing as the busking. Like, why is this here?
0: Like, it made no sense. But at this moment, like, everyone is so down because they came all this way. And now they're placing second in this tournament. But we find out that Heather, for the first time... I'm ever in the tournament's history, wins the most valuable player award, which is like a, a really cool feat, I guess. And like that's why it, I'm sure it happened in real life. That's why they. Said yeah, we will. We,
1: yeah. Okay, You're but also to... hang I hang on, was like, take on.
2: that trophy away from her. She that that stupid loss. She does not deserve it.
1: One hundred percent. I I do want to tweak what Spencer said because it sounded really weird. Is that she won it, but this, the first time in history thing is that she was on the losing team of one most valuable. But the way you sounded like she was the first most valuable player in the history of the world.
2: But yo, so she lost and still gets MVP, and I'm like. Uh, Take that trophy away simply due to the excessive celebration loss. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life.
1: But so that's it. And the coach is like, hey, you guys did a good job. We were up against a lot of really good schools. You know, I'm proud of you. Don't worry about it. And to Emma's credit, there's a very nice scene of her walking around New York Christmas. And I was like, oh, we should have saved this for Christmas decom. I love this scene.
2: It's really cute. It's cute
1: to see her like mystified by like snow and stuff. But also, so the insane thing we, we touched on already. Heidi
2: like goes up to the Nutcracker and she wants to see theater. Like yet yes. again, I'm like, I just want to I need to be free of this, the ties that bind her to this life, and it made me sad. Yeah,
1: and they run into Zoe, and she's like, "Oh, my parents, we come to New York every year for Christmas, <laughs> and we we just saw this play. Like they always like go to Broadway shows. My
2: mom's a theater freak like me. Yes." Uh, She also wears berets.
1: And then she's like, oh, you should see it while you're here. And she's like, oh, no, I'm here for the next five seconds. We're going right to the airport. We don't have time for any of that. And then this was the most bonkers thing to me. Zoe's just like, oh, okay. Oh, also the play turned out really good. And I was like, wait, did... Heidi not even go see
0: the play no.
1: she just wrote Zoe out of her she was the one friend she made
2: Lucas ball is life now <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying
0: that was that <laughs> like, really caught me off guard because I'm thinking well they can still be friends they'll see each other at school but also she no. loves theater nope. no ball is life Spencer yeah, it, no. it makes no sense and then we see um so Heidi's having that conversation and then Heather knocks on the on the window saying like I have food and she's wearing this ridiculous Statue of Liberty crown <laughs> just to prove that they're in New York because there is no, no yeah, she, other she way she continues
1: to wear for the next like 20 minutes she, she wears too
2: it long. on the flight
0: she wears it over the she flight,
1: on the flight. when they land in california she is she's wearing it she's still wearing
2: a baggage claim
1: well they're well no they're at the like where you come up like because the butler Whatever. has to go the butler has to go down a baggage claim but that
2: ancient ghost butler <laughs> has to go drag nikki's luggage somewhere
1: <laughs> because yeah uh their parents are waiting for them and nikki is looking for her father but only finds the butler and he's like <laughs> oh she's he's still in chicago he wishes he's terribly sorry he couldn't be here for christmas and she says out loud to nobody there goes another Christmas and curls up in like a ball. No, Lucas, honestly.
2: it is, there goes another Christmas. <laughs>
1: And she curls up into, like, a ball on one of the seats at the airport. And, uh, the... I, which, Heather, Heather is the one who has a, a
2: heart of gold here. And
1: then Heidi's like, no, she ran us out. And I was like, but you guys know she ratted yes. her out? Like, I think they actually dropped that earlier. But I was like, how did how did you find out that it's her fault?
2: I think they're just using process of elimination in context yeah, clues. Yeah. Because she called them the redondo hillbillies in the middle of practice. That's true.
1: That's true. But so they go up to her. And I immediately said, uh, this is what I'm saying. This is how, like, you do a good villain turn. I was like, oh, is Nikki going to come to their house for Christmas? <laughs> and uh, they go up and are just like, hey, what's wrong? And she's like, my father's not here. I'm spending He's another- on
2: business in Chicago again. I
1: never see him. And they say to her, well, I know this great, like, place where you can get a late Christmas dinner if you want to come. And she, like, looks at them with, like, the biggest puppy dog eyes. And I was like, oh, really? You've taken pity on me after? And, I know, she also apologizes immediately. She's like, really? After I've been so
0: hard on you guys? And <laughs> like- there's
2: like, a beats the empty man. Mansion. And and at that point i said why didn't nikki invite their whole family to her empty yeah mansion? it was
0: really after rewatching this i thought well they really should have just done it at that place yeah like yeah. just
2: have the dad come cook in the mansion they're cramped in that kind oh, of no 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 the
0: butler is cooking all night long for this family well and that's that's one thing that i do need to say because nikki very clearly was going to go home with the butler and they were going to do their own own christmas dinner because it, it is literally christmas day
1: yeah it's christmas at like 12 p.m
0: yeah she so quickly is gets invited somewhere she's like okay the butler can be by him so he he can, like, do his Christmas thing.
2: Spencer, he doesn't, doesn't me. exist when there's no one to serve. He turns back into a feather duster. It doesn't matter.
0: And so, like, the whole point of this really is, like, we have... A family you have friends you have comfort there's even though we're we don't have much we are together and like that is yeah that's the emotional layer behind this rather than like the money mansion it's it, like it won't fulfill you it won't buy you happiness
1: it's, it's almost like ten. all of her money can't buy her, her father's,
2: father's love. love and then they go to the sandy sore, and the dad is making bacon and bean cheese
0: sandwiches and like it makes no <gasps> sense but the way Which, that,
2: to your credit
1: it I does sound think, like something my father would it make it
2: does sound like a food a dad would make but they like a graphic ass shot of him putting that shit in the panini press, yes, and then melting out the sides. And I that's how I know I'm getting too old for this movie because I was like, That's gonna be such a fucking mess to clean up. Yeah, right I here.
1: did kind of want to try it though. I and saw I, that, and I was like, I got you. and you know
2: who's gonna be scrubbing those pans? Poor Mary, like, you know, badass, I was not cleaning it up. No, no,
1: she does. They go out to play basketball and she goes, Do you want to help me clean the kitchen? And he's like, Yeah, because they also don't like his food, but yeah, like, they
2: also the sandwiches are crap. Yeah, like, Nikki, Nikki
1: likes it because I think she just isn't used to having a whole. Cooked anything.
0: Well, you know what? The first thing I want to do after eating three bacon, bean, and cheese sandwiches, I want to go play basketball at 1 a.m. At m. 2 a.m.,
1: yeah, two, yeah, 1 in the morning. And so they start playing basketball for a little bit. And this is really where, uh, first of all, I do want to point out, as nice as this scene was, this heel turn for Nikki is so. Out I, of love the- I, I love yeah, it. I love it. Yeah, but it could have happened at any point in the movie, and by the way. And then she longer. has her
2: little like soliloquy where she's like, I just thought like if I was the best and I could be the best at the women's basketball, then I could get my dad's attention. And it's like, I don't, no, no shade to women's basketball, but if you're trying to get your dad's attention, the sport of women's basketball is historically overlooked by men across the globe. Not the best Yeah, but I,
1: no, I love the the world this movie put, put puts us in, though, that women's basketball is the height of sports. Oh, I, yes, it
2: is. It, it almost does feel like... I'm trying to think of a good example where, like, oh, it's like a Bridgerton, like, how they, like, blind race cast in, like, the 1800s. Like, anyone can be no, of nobility in the Bridgerton universe. In this universe, women's basketball is basically the NFL. Like, yes. high school women's basketball everyone gives a massive shit about
0: each game is like the super bowl yes. yes so they the three of them they do after eating they decide to play basketball outside And this is where out of absolutely nowhere (laughs) and for almost no reason, truly Galen comes in and we find out that he lives at the Sandy Soar, which I I do like it shows you that like you can't judge a book by its cover, all that stuff. And so I don't know, he goes to the rich school, but he is like, like Heather and Heidi right now.
2: My only qualm with this, and I'm just going to say it is Galen Alderman is not the name of a poor Kid. Like <laughs> that is the that kid is someone who has a trust fund and has like had a DUI what, that his dad has made go away.
1: What if what if Galen Alderman is in a pseudonym? Yes. What if the pseudonym he's created I've created the persona of Galen Alderman to fit in at this school?
2: I mean I do love this turn and I love that he I, I it your Spencer's right it comes the hell out of nowhere, but I love that he's here. I, I will also I, say the I, name makes no sense. I will
1: also point out not only is he here, he's in full basketball clothes already. 1 am 1 am On and Christmas he's Day. like <laughs> Christmas Day and he comes out being like, hey, I'm trying to sleep, and they're like, You live here? And it's like. When Someone's not playing basketball at 2 a.m.
2: Finally, he's saying what everyone else in this complex <laughs> <Yes>. is thinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I imagine he like he said that, and there was just a roar of applause from behind him. He goes up and he reaches under like a trash can and picks up the missing H from the sign and sticks it under the the hoop so it, it stands upright. And I love this he...
0: moment to be honest because it, it was clever. It was the full circle like oh the H yes. is missing, Sandy sore. It's oh, Jalen took it because it uses it to straighten the basketball hoop. But also it's they've been Chekhov's living H. here. They've been living here for weeks how have they never run into galen at this at, at the basketball court well if
1: they only play basketball too yeah <laughs> but but no to your point and also i think not to get too film theory on this i think it says a lot about galen's very minor character <laughs> that he doesn't put like he he's fine with whatever circumstances he has because he will find a way to to better him to like By to, stealing to get that age. better like like he's got a shitty basketball hoop but he's stealing the age. like he's an, uh, he's a climber like he works hard to get what he has and he's earned it but so he he shows them this is where you get the magic this drops is where him. I
2: had the note that was like nothing quite like a white man to come in and teach us the sport <laughs> we're already good at like he's gonna come teach us how to play basketball um, even though we are already amazing at basketball but he does he's supposed to be telling them the one who teaches them how to play like a team. Because he finally gives Nikki the talk that she's needed since day one because she's 5'4, which is your passer, Nikki. You're stop like, stop taking the Johnson. wild shots
1: that you keep making.
2: <laughs> but he's kind of like you're a passer, and he like sets them up into a little formation. And I remember this part so vividly. Because oh, he takes them by this is just so true of being a teenage girl, I will say. Like, I just love this. He takes them each by the shoulder and moves them into position. And you can see when he touches them, they're like, ah! like as a 14-year-old girl would. And then Heidi is bold and is like, Wait, you mean back here? And then he has to go up and touch her and move her again. She goes, Wait, you mean over here? That he touched certain. Moves so you're excited
1: this adult man was touching these teenage girls? Is what you're saying?
2: No, I just thought it was a good slice of life. And I think it was a. I like. As, I think Spencer said this earlier about how like I didn't want these people to be in a relationship with Galen because it would have been a, weird. But I like this like crush on a older hottie like how you would like be like oh my god like if you like touched your shoulder to move you into place like that felt like a good note to strike
0: i well i, I did just want to say before he does uh, touch these 14 year old girls they say oh we lost in the finals and he says i'm not surprised Bitch, <laughs> what <laughs> like you're just coming out of nowhere and ragging on these women who do you think you are you're galen you have this full scholarship to wherever you decide to go but like who do you think you are doing this
2: you know what spencer he's in the fucking stands at every single game so he has a bird's eye view of what they're doing right now wrong, He's in the pack stands in his goddamn Letterman's jacket every time, watching With them fuck collar. up. At the one game they've had.
1: But this is what I'm saying is, like, he says, like, because what they've been saying is, that you guys don't know how to play like a team, and this was teaching them how to play like a team. The whole team is not there. You're teaching three people how to coordinate, I guess. Yes. Um, but yes, the only
2: have... three good players besides Madison,
0: who isn't even that good, I'm sure. No, we, uh, yeah, don't we don't actually, so. don't I'm even sorry. get to see her touch the ball.
1: But so then we cut to, I think maybe I, my favorite basketball this game. This is the
2: best basketball game yeah. in the movie. The oh, you know what, guys talk about like overrated things the last game in this movie overrated. This game, fucking underrated. I
1: love this intense female
0: basketball coach. She
2: I literally said this coach Oscar. Where is your Oscar? <laughs> she's good. She is absolutely taking these lines as a side character and eating them for breakfast.
1: She, she like saw the amount of energy the coach puts in for their team and was like I'm gonna go in the exact opposite direction he's giving it about a 10 I'm gonna give it a 110.
2: And I understand that at a certain point she's supposed to like lose her cool and like she gets a technical so like basically this this game also comes down to the wire as every single game every they single play one is a, literally a two point game comes down to the wire she thinks there's a foul she gets in the ref's face does this absolutely amazing performance where she like flicks at his shirt and it's like you don't deserve to wear this shirt these stripes like it's honestly like literally i was like oh chills honestly (laughs) and i was like i've never seen such pure beautiful unbridled female rage on camera It's
1: great it's awesome and
2: good for her and she flicks his shirt and he's like all right that's it technical so she gets like a foul on their team for assaulting the ref and that is really good for our our ladies in red the sea kings. i do want, i do want to know oh, where yeah, they, they are, are the sea kings thank you for the sea reminding. kings which I, by the way
1: why is that why do they have to be the sea kings when it's a
0: women's team
2: this is the old they should be the sea queens hmm. and also
0: sea king is a pokemon so that's why i always it caught it me, me say off guard it. the whole time every time they said it <laughs> so at this point they had the foul and they get to do the free throw it's between heather and heidi to choose and the coach is like heidi I want you to do it. And everyone's surprised. But Heidi has been playing better that game. And so the She dad, had
2: the hot hand.
1: Which sounds which sounds like an STD you get from giving too many hand
0: jobs. Um, and, <laughs> and so Larry comes down from the stands knowing that his daughter- Onto the court.
1: Oh my, oh my onto God. the court. Oh my
0: God. Onto the court berating the coach saying Heidi sucks put Heather in she's the only good one <laughs> he's the
1: money player, is what she's what he says
2: but also you know my daughter Heidi the one I hate get her out of there but, but also the intense female
1: coach was right where was the ref on that like sir you cannot be on this court right you now you cannot
2: walk onto the court in the middle of a basketball game number one number two yes like Spencer is right for calling that out he literally comes out and is like in earshot of everyone is like Heather is the money player Heidi sucks you're out of your mind
0: she's got the hot hand and right now you've got the hot head great line it's aaron sorkin dialogue it's it's something <laughs> it's something you wish you could say in a conversation in real life when you're having an argument. am i
2: watching the newsroom right now yeah. or am i watching double T? exactly
0: and it's also just that like heather is visibly like really tired like really like gasping
1: for air and it's like she's she's worn out like what like so the other thing i want to point out is like emma said they get in a huddle and he comes up with this whole plan of like you know, for the free throw if you got to hit it and then you have to let them foul you and like do, do all this stuff and then Heidi just goes up and misses the one free throw and then makes the second. And then they won the game. Like all of the instruction he gave other than make the free throws was entirely unnecessary. Yes. Um, but she wins the game and everyone's like, Heidi. Heidi, they're changing her name this time, guys. Symbolism. And Heather is on the verge of tears the entire time. It's
2: so it, annoying. And to,
1: Yeah. And to me, it's so weird because it paints a bad picture of Heather that she can't she needs to always be in the spot. Much like Emma, she needs the applause to live. Like she <laughs> just needs to be in the spotlight all the time.
2: Like it was like the stereotypical egomaniac thing where I was like, and I get it because we hate the most what we see in ourselves. And I'm also an egomaniac that needs applause to live as Luke said. And like, I would probably have the same thing. But I hate when there's like movies like this and it's like, okay, but you get the applause every other time. Yeah, you I can't would get let it, her have one. I would get it like if there was a narrative downshift and all of a sudden like in the narrative, Heidi started becoming better and better and better and like surpassing her like mm-hmm. consistently over time, and then that like made her depressed. But it's one game. Yeah, you, we just want to give her one. That's what I was saying is we
1: needed to see more games where stuff yes. like that was happening. But it's very sudden.
2: Cause then there is a line after like later on where she's like oh, she's better than me. Like I'm like we li- haven't really no, seen that. We had our, we saw her have one good game. You both seem great. You both seem absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, and to be honest, Larry makes it apparent that Heidi has never been better because he very clearly runs to Heidi after this game of like oh my god you did it I didn't think you could do it but you did it and heather's basically in tears and mary has to console her because larry's certainly not going to do it because he goes where the money shot is so
2: yeah he really oh no 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 not what that is money shot no money player honestly they should have named this movie money shot oh no but yeah he really turns on heather like this man like you have to win his love which is such a toxic standard that he is setting
0: and because of that the next scene Is Heather playing with Galen basketball after the game? She's exhausted from the the regular basketball game that she played. Now she's doing a one on one thing with Galen at the the Sandy Soar, and she is aggressive. She has never been like Mm -hmm. this before. And Galen is like, "Okay, we're done. We need to stop. We need to calm down. Like you've had enough." And she's
1: done this for like hours.
0: Yeah, she's just. I literally said, I said.
2: I said I knew Heather was gonna have a breakdown, but I like she was gearing up for a full on mental break, and she's like she's like we're not gonna stop, like keep going, keep going. But I didn't remember this is one thing that I totally changed. I didn't remember that like her own mental breakdown is why she hurts her ankle. Like she's he's literally like you're tired, you're tired, and like they make a concerted effort in the shooting of this to show that it's not on Galen. It's not like he no. pushes her. It's not like there's anything like she just straight up is going so nuts. She trips over herself and breaks her own goddamn ankle.
0: Well, I don't know if it's broken or sprained. It's never really said. But we, after she's crying on the floor and screaming about her ankle, we see Mary, who's doing laundry at two in the morning uh, yes, outside of yes. the apartment. She catches it and she runs over to them. And then Galen says to the mom, I didn't mean to. I just couldn't get her attention. Which to me, if I was the mom, sounds like he took a hammer to her ankle. Like <laughs> it sounds like he did it on purpose, which is certainly not the case. They made it very clear. This was her. She jumped and she fell on it wrong.
2: It's supposed to be like her own. Like she's she's supposed to be like a sur. Lannister, like she's actually gone so mad with her own like like craziness and of like think concerned about her own downfall that she actually like ends up hurting herself.
1: Well, yes, and I but I also want to I want two things to jump off of Spencer's point. Number one, the shot of her landing on her foot is it's both brutal. hilarious and brutal because like clearly they just had her like tilt her foot one way and then they added in the, but then they added in the most like bone crunching sound like it sounds like her foot should I, be going I looked upside away, down I looked
2: away from the TV at this point it's I don't so, even know it's what so happening. loud
1: the <laughs> <laughs> it's awful but the second thing is Spencer's absolutely right he says that to her and but the other thing he says is she is visibly on the ground screaming writhing in pain gripping her foot and he just walks up to her and goes are you okay <laughs> like he just like, and I'm like no clearly she is not and then She's walking there. She's limping back into the uh, condo and is screaming, all the scouts are coming tomorrow. And Dad's going to be so disappointed. This is
2: where it actually, I think it actually was very dark where she felt like an abused child to me because she's literally writhing in pain and is like, all she's doing is crying about like, dad is going to hate me. Dad's going to be so disappointed. Dad, 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 dad. And then the dad sees her react like that. And he's like, I think that's where he has this come to Jesus moment of I have been a terrible father. If this is her reaction.
1: Yes, but then we get a very good scene of her laying in her bed with ice on her ankle and the mom comes in to talk to her and is like it's all right you know it doesn't matter like i forget exactly how the conversation like the back and forth of it but basically she's just all upset that heidi did so well and she's following her, she's like, she's a better player. And like we said, we really haven't, we seen, haven't seen that. Really haven't seen that. And she's all upset too, because like basketball
0: was supposed to be my thing, which I get. I understand where that's coming from.
1: The
2: this- mom gets a goddamn monologue about yes. her yes. swimming McKenzie career. Yes, Mackenzie Phillips,
0: really, she delivers every single time, whether it's one day at a time, American Graffiti, so weird, or double team. She will always give you what you need.
2: And this name, I will never, Emily Naibo was her swim <laughs> yes. rival. She's like, there's always, she just basically gives the parent speech that's like, there's always going to be someone better than you. There's going to be someone hotter. There's going to be someone richer or better at sports than you. And she's like, my rival was like Emily Naibo. and I was like, Emily Naibo, that bitch. And she just basically goes on a talk about how like you know like she made me better. Is that the point of this? Yeah, because
1: because like she says like Heidi's like dominating me at basketball, and she got and she's like she had one good night, which is what we all are thinking. Uh, yes. Like you can't fall to pieces so quickly over that. But, like she basically yeah like I'm saying kind of breaks down that like it's not not about you You can't always be the best at everything you just have to love it you just have to love it you have to do that's that's where it ends is that she says if you love playing basketball you have to do it because you love it not because you want to be the best and I said and besides you're also amazing at volleyball <laughs> like you've got that to fall back I on I had a
2: really depressing moment though when she's like why'd you quit mom And she's like because I found something I liked better being a mom and I was like I don't love this message for women you could do both you could keep swimming at the Y and also be a mom you could still do the things you love you don't have to like stop your dream and then do laundry at 2 a.m. <laughs> (laughs) the rest of your life. You know what I mean? But
0: also, it was sort of a throwaway thing because when she brings up her, like the the woman who beat her in swimming, she says, oh, it wasn't just like a normal tournament. I was swimming. This was the competition to be number one in the country. Oh, yes. Yes. This is Olympics level.
2: And yeah, and she's like, and I gave it up because I wanted to be a mom.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: I wanted a whole movie about this. Yeah,
2: there was a lot This intense
0: rivalry
1: with Emily Nybo. a lot
2: more under the surface that we didn't quite dig into. But now, guys, it is time for the final game
0: this is where the things get gym.
2: bad
1: let's just say oh boy so heather is, is on This is the
2: conference finals what the fuck it's, is a, it, this? yeah it's
1: like they're they're the end of their their, see, their, their season. season and all the scouts are here they literally says all the scouts like every scout in the world is here heather is on crutches and in a hoodie like just on the sidelines which i don't know if that's what you can do when you're a hurt player but whatever the game starts
2: yet again guys attendance this place is fucking packed
1: oh yeah and the game is very intense. And do you want to know why, everybody? It's because they figured out their strategy is just always passing to the yeah, tall they one. Are. They put- the, two, oh, You're
2: saying the other team. The other team.
1: Me. The other team finally- This is also gotten... where
2: they announced her height in the starting lineup. And I was like, holy shit. She's supposed to be one and 14. That is crazy.
1: Which also, we haven't touched on The parents are not that tall. Like, they're no, taller than the parents. There's
2: actually photos online. I did do some Googling of Heather and Heidi Burge of like them and the dad. They are towering over the dad. Oh, well- To the point-
0: I thought I read what? it that the dad was also six five
2: wait maybe that wasn't the dad that i saw you know
0: what i mean i i could have also been reading incorrectly so that
2: might have been their coach but anyway there was a photo of them with a man online where they were legit towering over him i'm gonna go back and make sure oh no it's not their dad it's just a random fan okay <laughs> but it's like a, a normal tall man and they're towering over him sure wait because yeah, I, it's I like think it's like their wikipedia photo i think yeah. mary
0: is six one and larry is six five okay well, i mean
2: mary's a swimmer so that makes sense like they they're usually pretty tall
1: but so the game goes on and like we already talked about they're constantly <laughs> They're constantly double-teaming Heather. They've, she's got two no, guards on Heidi,
2: her. No, Heidi, Heather. Oh, sorry, Heidi. Jesus Christ. Sorry,
1: they're double-teaming Heidi. They constantly have two guards on her. At and, least, uh, sometimes three. Yes, and the coach is just shouting, they're double-teaming her, they're double-teaming her.
2: She can't do anything, they're double-teaming her. But also, like, again, and I don't wanna be a basketball coach here. I understand that that's not what you guys want from me, but at the same time, I get it. When they're on offense, she can't get a shot up. When you're on defense, start smacking the fucking ball out of their hands. You're six one. play <laughs> some D. They're scoring on them like like Heather's how a, a sieve out there. Okay, like,
1: well you're 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 able to go to that point. My point is maybe stop passing to her. They won't expect that, because yeah, that's her whole strategy. And to their credit, they do start to adapt and like change up their strategy and fight. And again, they fight it to a very thin margin.
2: Fully body doubles for Heather and Nikki here. You can literally see that there are just people with different faces and wigs playing for them. But they do they they start
1: to figure it out. Nikki no, starts dominating. Before
2: oh. that, Nikki starts dominating. I do want to say, like, all of a sudden, no one else on this team can even fucking dribble. It's right. like they have had the talent sucked out of them, Space Jam style. Like <laughs> they look like they're playing like in Space Jam the when the they monsters our talent. did their thing.
1: Yes, yes, yes of course. <laughs> We all we all know the
2: posters. I just want to make him a Space Jam reference because it, it felt right in this movie. But they look like they're they're drained of their their talent, and Galen is apical, like he is absolutely devastated in the stands. And I'm like, Lord forbid we disappoint Galen, ladies. Like, get it two- together. He's smoking but then, a cigarette
0: behind the scenes because he's that stressed.
2: <laughs> he's got the H under his arm and he's smoking a cigar <laughs> like on the side of the bleachers. But then Nikki's dad shows up with the Burge's dad and again Luke's like how do those people know each other and he walks in does he work for
1: him and there
2: is a great beat where they recognize how fucking Stiff, this guy looks because they're like, "Oh, I knew my dad would be with some scout," and they're like, "She's like, no, that's my dad," and I was like, "Oh, now Nikki's gonna drink Michael's secret stuff and absolutely ball because her dad is there." Which is
0: exactly what happens. It's also very clear that the dad has never been in a public outing before because he's yeah, he is fully on the court, just like staring at things, like waving. You know, to no, no, he's like
1: looking around. He looks like he's been in a white room yes for 25 years. Again,
2: guys, I know this is annoying. But that I keep bringing it up, the dad and Nikki's dad walk across the court in the middle of a game. You quite literally cannot do that. That's not how that works.
0: aggressively grabbing him. Like, what is he in a hurry for? Like, I get it. But also, like, you could be more gentle about this. I
1: feel like he had to, like, drug this man to get here and the dude's just, like, walking through, like, as high as the guy. And he's like, no, 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 come here. here, here,
0: here. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's um, never, it's never, like, stated how they found each other, why he's there, what happened. So it's nope, just like... Nope. Super weird out of left field
2: how did he get this man's number it, it
0: makes no sense let's just yes. say that
1: um but yeah nikki suddenly gets on fire and like ties it up for them and gets fouled into the like the Also
2: uh, there's great side shots if you guys were watching on the sidelines where the actress by like, her name's Poppy playing Heather is just freaking the fuck out. Every yes. time they get a basket, basically like throwing is... her
0: crutches, slamming yes. them to like clap.
2: <laughs> she's like whipping these crutches in the air, like with such force. I was like, that's some good background acting. Damn, like she's committed to that role. And then yeah, Nikki gets fouled and she gets thrown into the bottom of the hoop. Basically. I didn't I
0: didn't remember this part. This really cool up. Which
2: has a pad on Thank it. Thank you. It's fucking padded. You're fine. Shake it off. Like, shake it off, Nikki. And, th- and so we're made to
0: believe she, like, has just broken her arm because she <laughs> says, um, my arm's completely. In ADR. Numb.
2: She she
0: says my arm's completely numb, and that only happens if like you have broken something. Like what? What? What else do we think? And then they like take her to the sidelines, and the whole team is there with the coach. She's like, and the coach is like, "So Nikki, can you go in? Can you like shoot the free throw? Like what? What's gonna happen?" And she's just like, she's moving it up and down. She's like, "Oh, you know what? I can do it. It's fine." But like, I'm prepared for this woman to go off in a stretcher. That's how bad. Yeah. Well, guys, there's also
2: a crazy line where she goes, and I think this line is also. also, very the the most ADR behind her. The, The cameras behind behind her head and she goes yeah coach I can do it if you don't mind a one arm player and I was and like I, what? Yeah,
1: I was like does that mean she's not going to do it because you definitely can't do it with one arm.
2: <laughs> you have to shoot a free throw you need an arm. But
1: she does it anyway
2: Yes right. she does and it anyway. And
1: so Heather with no prompting just looks at the coach and says get on by me all the time you can and he's like what? What could that possibly mean? You're so visibly <laughs> injured and she hobbles off to somewhere and he's I like, love it
2: they just ignore this directive. Oh absolutely
1: <laughs> and he goes all right, here's the plan. Uh, you got to make this free throw and then we'll grab the ball and call it quick. Sure. No, 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 no. But you, they'll get the ball. We got to force a turnover and we'll call a quick timeout because there's like seven seconds left.
0: Meanwhile, Heather is still hobbling outside the, yes! uh, the court. Yes. Like yes. it has taken her 30 seconds just to get to the door. It's 50 and feet away. And so Matt. slow
2: moving, guys. That's what makes this ending so funny. And also like they literally, he like he's like, okay. And then like turns out he was like, okay, guys, like whatever the fuck that was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't need to worry about that. But so Nikki goes out there, drains the free throw, and then I think Madison, this might be the one thing, but I think Madison gets the turnover.
2: I don't know. It was and her then body calls, and calls the
1: timeout. And so they get the timeout. During the timeout, we see from the outside of the gym Heather, Settercrutch crutch steps, in her full basketball field, and my literal note in all caps. In her
2: full basketball uniform. In
1: her full basketball uniform, and my literal note in all caps. Why would you feel the need to do this? They figured out how to do this without you and you are so visibly hurt.
0: I don't understand why she would have her uniform there if she was... had a broken ankle like what would possess her to be like you know what just in case maybe i will bring my uniform and not only will it take me an hour to walk (laughs) from the court to (laughs) the door but i will change in 15 seconds
2: but also guys here's the funniest thing is she like stands behind the gym doors and is like (sighs) and like takes a breath and like prepares this dramatic entrance keep in mind there's like seven seconds of this (laughs) basketball game left how embarrassing would it be if she tried this dramatic entrance in her uniform the game was over oh (laughs)
1: man
0: that would have been good
1: i would have loved that but she walks out and A slow clap. No, no, no. Well,
0: everyone freezes. Yeah.
1: Yes. There's a hush, and then Heidi, because she knows that her sister is a massive egomaniac, just starts chanting Heather. Heather and then the slow clap builds, and I was just like, "This was entirely unnecessary. It would have made sense if Nikki was actually out of the game and they needed like another power
0: player in there." Yeah, they really shouldn't have let her make the free throw because it shows no. that her no. arm was okay. And so from this, Heather finally hobbles her way to the coach and to everyone. It takes
1: so
2: long. It's so long! I was like. You're- going to have to fake walk a little better for this fake out to work because it just took you 30 minutes from door to huddle.
0: And so the coach right now is probably thinking, this idiot thinks I'm going to let her play this game right now. It just took her an hour to do this. Heather does her put me in coach. She literally says it like she steals it from Rudy. <laughs> so coach is like, you know what? It just might work. Well, they're like, Heather, you can't jump and shoot. And she's like, just give me the ball. I know what to do. And
2: I guess that the thing here is that we're supposed to see character development from Heather, which we don't really because this is just a massive egomaniac move to even come into the game and try to do this but I guess where we're supposed to see the development is her going I don't need to shoot I don't need to do anything I'll just be a decoy hopefully I can pull some defenders she's trying to break up the double team they are doing on Heidi so Heidi can score because
1: she knows if they're both out there their defense will be in shambles because they can't handle two tall girls
2: (laughs) also this is the longest fucking timeout in the history of of basketball I mean
1: it's about to be the longest seven seconds in the history of basketball but like while she's hobbling out by the way the coach is like we don't need to worry about her like like, like, which I agree with her because because he's because she's so visibly he is injured. He's
2: so over it. He's over these girls and over this job. Also, like, okay, good. Do we have another 60 minutes to get her onto the court? Because that, it's going to take her forever to get to center court.
0: Give her a wheelchair and, like, maybe she'll be able to move. Right.
1: Yeah, they come up with this plan and they
2: There's say- There's seven seconds left. There's
0: seven seconds left. And this takes about
1: two minutes of real time. So she has the ball and, like, she's trying to get, just divert some attention away from- Heidi, but no one really goes for it. So they're like, she's like, shoot the
2: ball, shoot the ball. They're telling Heather to take the shot.
0: Yes. The coaches, everyone in the stand, all the other, even Madison is like, shoot it. Because
2: she's wide open, there's no one on Literally
0: no Mm -hmm. one is on Heather. And so what does she decide to do with seven, now six, now five seconds left? And
1: with no no one guarding her to
0: see this dance. She does (laughs) the shuffle, the Ollie shuffle (laughs) that Heidi created. And not only does she do it for one second, this lasts at least 37 seconds in full movie time. How does she do this with a busted no, ankle. That's the thing. How
2: does she, it's, that move is all ankle. It is literally your ankle rotating. I don't think she
1: should be able to walk after this. <laughs> I'm going to be perfectly frank.
0: Yeah. Like b- behind the scenes, she actually got an injection of like, I don't know, whatever those professional like gym, adrenaline. Adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh man. Like, like
2: how is she moving her ankle like that? And she I, does it for, like Spencer said a literal full 30 seconds. Finally, when they see her doing this foot thing, I think they're like, maybe she can shoot. So then defenders rush her and then we see the play. She, she
1: does does the twin telepathy.
2: Yes, she does the twin telepathy where she passes it to the wide outside corner. Which we
1: didn't mention, but Galen taught them how to like utilize better or something. Twin telepathy.
2: Because a white man has to give them everything. It's a play you see in that practice where it goes to no one, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere, Heidi is there. She grabs the ball. 30 seconds later, she (laughs) shoots it. It goes in. They win the game.
0: And they're jumping and celebrating despite the broken ankle.
2: And the losers are crying. And I like that. How she does does not
1: immediately collapse is a miracle from God. But also, I would want to point out when she grabs it from the corner, she does not do it great. Gracefully, she's like fully diving. Stretching. She's trying, like, like you, know, you had to think. Like that's what I'm saying. Did this movie have no time to do other shots? Because because no. it's so bad. Because it's also
2: a bad editing job. Because she's in a stretch for this pass. Like she's so like wild, and then immediately is reset for the shot to be able to shoot it up in the air.
1: But yeah, game's over. Everyone's very excited. Nikki and her dad have a touching reunion. The dad is also like, I don't know what's going on with that guy. And I'm like, you broke! here
2: You drove him here.
1: But then, yeah, they're talking to their parents, and he, the dad, is this is supposed to have had his come to Jesus moment of like, I love you both, and like, oh yeah, the, the other thing that happened in New York is Zoe was like, you should go to drama camp this summer; it'll be really fun, and. The, their coach is like you should send them to basketball camp and he's like no my daughter i'm letting her do what she wants kind of she's still gonna be under the iron thumb of athletics and this blew my mind again
2: this blew my and, fucking mind as someone
1: who doesn't know a lot about sports as we proved in last month's episode um Same. they they uh he he's like but they're gonna do great they're gonna go talk,
2: comes out is this the, a the, scout
1: no the coach talks to them being like you should go to basketball camp they're gonna be great and he's like no but they're gonna be great Do in their own way uh they're gonna play in college all four years he goes. Might be able to do more than that. They could play professionally. There's talk. There's talk of a women's professional league, and I said, "Did we not have the WNBA? It did not exist. It didn't exist until the '90s, which blew my mind. My wait, really? Yes. yes. My literal note is the NBA. WNBA didn't exist until 1997, I think. God,
2: men suck. No, I think it's earlier because I think. Oh, I
1: thought I thought I googled it and said '97.
2: Oh yeah, no, maybe you're right.
0: But also, they are 14 years old, and they have only played one season of basketball, barely. Oh yep. well, yeah,
2: going but I uh, do the non-existent. Yeah, but I'll, no,
1: I'll give them credit that that's like a wink to the audience because they did go on to play in the WM and we get a flash forward of them playing it. Guys, early. this but
2: is so I... insane, this <laughs> flash forward. They play a song that is like- In many
1: ways, like.
2: It is in many ways like the Space Jam Jock Jam song, but it is just in a different key slightly with a few key note changes so they cannot legally come after Disney for using it. And- Also, this makes the WNBA look so fucking (laughs) sick with the knowledge that it just started. And like they just started, it was probably like 10 people with like one t-shirt gun. There is like pyrotechnics at this game. Fireworks. Come on and jam. And they're also, both of them, in full face beats of makeup, hair, lashes. Like, they've never looked better. I think to make them look older, I guess.
0: So I was going to say, they look almost exactly the same in the previous scene when they were 14 years old to me.
2: Yes! Like, yes, nothing because...
0: was really done, nothing, no professional prosthetics, nothing was done to nope. make them even look remotely older than 15.
2: They put lipstick on them, Spencer. That they put a like a, a lightly beige lipstick on them and then like clipped their hair back a little bit nicer and they fit yeah. a scrunchie, and they were like, That's them 27. But
1: yeah, they, they meet out on the court and they say the thing which we've never referenced once, which is second best, always second best, or whatever. I don't even know. Once that. second best, always no, second you. best. Once second best, always second best. Spencer
2: referenced it once. Oh,
1: I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and and so the movie sort of ends at the free shot of them, the ref tosses the ball, and then it's the two twins looking up to see who's going to get it first. But this is a lie. Those <laughs> twins never played against each other professionally. Really? Wow,
2: myth busted. I read on their Wikipedia that I was gonna say it was a lot because they didn't play the same position.
1: Yeah, well, I can forgive them doing shorthand of that. Come on, you want to see that power matchup? There's up. also
2: a really crazy line in their Wikipedia page that I just want to read to you guys that I absolutely love. After graduation, both sisters accepted scholarships to attend the University of Virginia and play Lady Cap. This, but they, they show that
1: at the end. Like I know.
2: Time. Although the pair would attend the same school, they did not live together or even have the same circle of friends. It's a fucking random. <laughs> <point> <laughs> to in this they song.
1: started to freaking hate they each absolutely other
2: hated each other. I was like, that seems like there was a weird tension going on. Why would you include that?
1: Uh, but I, I now have to ask Spencer, you versus your twin in basketball, who wins? <laughs>
0: uh, so basketball wasn't our sport. We, we did like soccer, volleyball, wrestling, tennis, but... I don't know. I will say at a school dance in eighth grade, for some reason they had a basketball contest at the dance, and I beat Ooh. all the other guys there. So Whoa. just based on that, I will I mean it wasn't you literally threw a basketball into a garbage can, that was it. So I'll say me for that one. But he'll probably Okay, so right. so
1: are you the athletic twin of the two? No, we're both that's... super
0: athletic. Oh, but if I freaking back about it. He is pretty <laughs> athletic,
2: Luke. <laughs> More athletic than both than both of us can buy. That's
1: true. But that is double teams. I think it's a great movie. I honestly feel like kind I feel bad kind of for these sisters cuz I feel like they could have had a great like normal film not tv children's movie i think there's enough material i don't think
2: they could have made a better film than this Uh,
0: okay (laughs) i thought it was really so this is great movie bad title but the actresses yes they the actors are are good let's say especially because this is basically both of theirs for the most part only acting like or first acting roles i
2: have a weird thing with this poppy girl where like i have like what is that um mandala effect where i always think that she went on to like do more because she looks like she looks like someone else yeah she looks like someone else Spencer that's what it is I don't know if it's someone from like Seventh Heaven or I was something, gonna but say she...
0: Cheaper by the Dozen I don't remember oh, her name I can see that yeah
2: maybe that's it I, I, there, there's an actress that she looks basically exactly like so I always think that she went on to do more but she, you're right she really didn't and like these two girls are both very good and should have like gotten Piper more Parabelle. Disney work yes yes she does look like Piper Parable that's where that mandala effect is coming from you're exactly right but yes
1: there, I thought all the performances were very good even when the coach looked like he was giving about 10% even like
2: the people who are doing basically nothing. Like, Galen. Like, that guy was good. Yeah, he wasn't hard fine. to watch. There's... there's You know how many random so- side hunks in these movies? I'm like, oh my God, that line delivery. Yeah. Like, he sold me everything. I was like, great, buying it.
1: Uh, Emma, what would you rate it?
2: I honestly... I'm giving this movie a 9 out of 10.
1: I was also going to give it a 9 out oh of 10. Oh, my God. I, I love wow. this movie. I agree. This is a good one.
2: Spencer, you got to understand you're coming in as a guest for a, a hot hand moment. We watch a lot of absolute we haven't, garbage. A,
1: I don't think we've given a 9 in a very long time.
0: Wait, can, you, like, can like, you guys give me an example of what you would give a 0, a 5, and a 10?
1: I, I keep saying I'm going to make a chart that explains our rating, and I never do it because I mean, I'm lazy. It's
2: pretty um, arbitrary.
1: It's pretty. It's also pretty arbitrary. But 10 is just like, you know, unmitigated banger. 10 is I, like High
2: School High School Musical. High School
1: Musical to girls you know brink like just unmitigated classic yeah i what would mean, you give it
0: I think seven above is like pretty accurate i would go between the seven i, w- I don't know if I'd go as high to an eight so like a seven seven point six or something like that because it is good sure. I enjoyed watching it i remembered a lot of it it made me feel nostalgic but it's not one i don't think if I would like had friends over for a movie night i don't i would don't think I would suggest double teamed right away
1: yeah I think that's fair but I just think that's because it's a, a different kind of a decom like i think it takes itself kind of seriously and i think maybe we just find that refreshing after
2: I think I'm giving it I think if I was rating it On like pure movie alone I'd probably give it Closer to an 8 But because of the This is actually one Like there's a, There's only a handful Of these that I regularly Watch when it was on TV And I have a big Nostalgia factor for this one Like I really liked This movie as a kid So I have to give it A 9 for pure nostalgia Alone
1: I don't I, For me it's not So much nostalgia As it is that I think it's good On it's own But there are just Things that heighten it To, the, to my Heighten my enjoyment Of it like Nikki's performance And I'm
2: giving it a 9 For <laughs> Nikki Nikki gets
0: I, a 12
1: Yeah the code <laughs> Which is like yeah. something like, like something like that, I think just raised it a couple points in my mind, but for sure.
2: Oh, but I love it.
1: But yeah, so that was double teamed. Emma, should we say what we're watching next month?
2: Yes, next month is our anniversary episode. Yes, and we're dipping back into a great
1: It's It's our franchise. fifth anniversary. It's our fifth anniversary. We've been fifth doing this for five years.
2: Um, We're dipping back into a beloved film franchise. We're going to do Xenon the sequel. We're going back to the stars, baby. Wake me up, shake
0: me up. Stars. So much to know so far to go, the galaxy
2: is ours The galaxy is ours, my girl,
0: the galaxy
2: is ours Lapidus
1: times two um, I've never seen it I hope it's good
0: oh, um, man you're missing out oh is it good
2: listen Xenon is like pizza even when it's bad it's still good like, <laughs> and,
0: and the fact that they interchange Shadia Simmons and Raven Simone yep. as Nebula and
1: wait wait it's a different Nebula yep. next one
0: yeah it goes from Raven in the first and then Shadia Simmons in the second and, and then, then Raven, Raven again,
1: again. <laughs> Hilarious. And <laughs> and get her back. I and it's not that. like
0: Shadi had died because she had already. What I think she did the Color of Friendship and she did Life with Derek, so she was still oh. on Disney's radar. They just like
1: yeah. Well, I maybe mean, if you can get Raven, get Raven. Raven was
2: available. She like, was tech available. And they she must said, not
1: have been available for the second one. Um. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I hope you're all looking forward to it. That leaves only one question. Emma, where can people find you on the internet?
2: You can find me at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.
1: Um, you can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. Spencer, where can they find you on Twitter? Our wonderful guest, or on the internet, where, wherever you want.
0: Uh, if you want to find me anywhere, it's at Spencer Althouse for BuzzFeed, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. Uh, but this was Great. super awesome. Thank you guys so much. I loved it.
1: No, thank you. Thanks for, for joining thank us. You for We're a fantastic guest. Yes, of course. And of course, you can find us on Twitter at Comedy podcast. Give us a follow there. Become a loyal DComra. We really appreciate it. Love seeing you guys tweet about the show. Speaking of which, if you could leave us a rate or review on the old iTunes. That is a great as well.
2: I'm an egomaniac. Just yes, like just Heather just and I need like applause. Heather. So give um, me a rating.
1: You should also check out all the great shows on audioentropy.com. They got a show there you are like. I guarantee it. But I think that's going to do it for us this month. See you. Well, well, we'll see you next time for the DCOM Choice Awards. But then we will see you for our anniversary episode. Thank you so much for, to Spencer for being on. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Loved it. <laughs> that's all that you need to say. <laughs> other than DCOMs forever. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs> There
2: you go. Or Italian for my foreign language. I don't know. Let's just go. I do like pizza. Make it... <laughs> Italian. Italian. Look at those creams. I'm gonna play the guy here. Ciao. Unbelievable. We never had any of this stuff at our other school. Yeah, we never had people stare at us like we were aliens, either.
1: We're tall. We're twins.